another episode of Top Shelfers Podcast. Um, tonight we are sponsored by Monarch Social. Are you looking to take the next step and get your own website? Look no further, look no further than Monarch Social. Affordable, cutting edge, and designed with the user experience in mind. Monarch Social will not only get your website started for you, they can also host it and get you set up with the starter SEO package. Head over to monarchsocialbrand.com for more information. Secondly, we're sponsored by Dark Prime Collectibles. With the new Magic the Gathering set, six Strict Haven hitting the stores, you might be wondering the best location to purchase them. Head up to Dark Prime Collectibles in Clearfield, Utah, or you can head over to their website, Dark Prime Collectibles. They are going to attempt to keep the set in stock, in stock, in store, which is difficult right now. Um, but if they don't have that, you'll get lost in their other amazing products they offer from action figures, Legos, gaming, and tons of pop culture related items. Uh, head over to darkprimecollectibles.com or check out their location up in Clearfield, Utah. And last but not least, Hepius. It's the number one place to go for premium CBD that won't break the bank. It is locally owned and sourced here in Utah. It is safe for work, meaning no THC, and they have something for everyone. I personally use their number two, Broad Spectrum. I'm almost out. Been using it daily. Love it. Um, you can head over to happiestmed.com. That is H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. Thank you, sponsors. Ah, oh, the mess around is back. The mess around. The mess around. What was that one? I'm not sure. It just came out of me. Uh, I took a nap earlier today, and I feel like it was less like the sitting phlegm that was just waiting mm, to arise. Mm. You know? Well, with uh, these allergies <laughs> lately, it's been a fucking... This spring, I know it's been raining and all that stuff, but, like, you know, I'll go out, my eyes start watering, and I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Mother Nature, love ya, but please stop this. Hey, Mother Nature, I'm gonna need you to relax with your whoring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, excuse you me. All of your shit is getting in my eyes. You're falling to yourself. Yeah, I literally can't breathe. I would appreciate you if you step back from the throat and <laughs> personal space. You know what I wish would stop being planted? Those fucking trees with the white flowers. The pussy are, trees. The fucking pussy trees yeah. mm-hmm. that are really pretty but smell like goddamn coochie. Yeah. That's what they smell like. I. When we were in high school, I remember, I think you brought it up here, like, yeah. we walked past one one time, and you were like, I call those pussy trees. And I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, because it smells like coochie, right? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And sure we're like, whoa. <laughs> See, I yeah. always thought they smelled like pee. Pee. But coochie, yeah. Coo- yeah. Because it's like almost like sweet enough where it's like kind of feminine, but like, yeah. Hella coochie smelling. But hella coochie smelling. Yeah. I have them. I have them all over work. And I remember once walking out of work, and I'm like, I "Love to smell like coochie in the morning." It's right there. Right, right there. Coochie in the morning. I see those pussy trees over there. Let's get a waft. Let's get a waft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 okay, yeah, coochie. Yeah, coochie. Right, it's, yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I got coochie wow. on my mind. <laughs> coochie. Coochie. Yeah. I got coochie on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at myself. Oh no! What the hell? What the hell? I totally messed my mouth on that one. That's not like alcohol. Yeah, the second throat. <laughs> the second throat. Don't make fun of me because I'm more anatomically cooler than you guys. <laughs> How wild that be? You just have a second throat. <laughs> it's just like it literally like separates and goes like this, and I, I'd be like, "You good? Hold up, wait a minute. Um, how have I not known about this? First of all, and then third of all, oh, how are you able to utilize that?" <laughs> 
Throat Game Strong Boo Boo. Game Strong Game Strong Boo Boo. 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 Game Strong I would like, do that just for that. You just like switch back and forth from the voices. Then you can prank call people like crazy. Do right? Mm-hmm. I, would I, was just... Just, I was just telling somebody recently about the prank calls that we made. Um, one Halloween. Was it Halloween? Right? Yeah, that I was great. Time. I was pissing myself. I literally was laughing so hard. My most excellent executed joke ever. And I won't say the gentleman's name, but I'll tell the whole story because I don't give a fuck about him. But I'll call him Tony. 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 So Tony, um, lost, the, the the short story is Tony lost his virginity to this girl who said she lost her virginity to him, find out she didn't, mm-hmm. and then uh, one day I, for some reason, came up with this joke in my head, and I was like, alright, I need to tell Cass this, this is fucking hilarious. So I go to Cass and I'm like, hey, so you know Tony, and you know how that Tony, like, lost his virginity to his girlfriend at the time who said she was a virgin but wasn't because she tried, like she was like sleeping with a lot of dudes at the time yeah and, and she's like but i'm i'm a virgin but i'm a virgin <laughs> mm, that's how that works right? yes yeah. <laughs> but uh and i was like well apparently because uh we still had friends we still have friends that is close to him i was like so i just found out that tony got diagnosed with something from her oh fuck yeah do you want to know what it is <laughs> Ligma. <laughs> God, we called probably like five different people just to tell them that story for them to be like, then I could be like Ligma, Ligma, and then we ended the call with Ligma Balls, son, and then we hung up, or like <laughs> Ligma Balls, Ligma Balls, son, uh, but we actually we called Kai one time, one of them, and he literally yeah. was like, oh fuck you guys, yeah. Because the thing is, it's like, because if anything, I would have heard it from Kai himself. Yeah. Because he was friends with him at the time. Because yeah. I remember, I remember telling that to Cass, and then she was like, so funny. She was like, Holly, you should, uh, you should tell, uh, uh Nate, uh, what happened to Tony, and I was like, Oh yes, I should tell <laughs> Nate what happened to Tony, and so, and then Nate's literally like. That was the funniest fucking thing. Started calling people See? himself. Like, and listen he goes, to what like, happened. He's like, listen to the story that Holly just told me and like gives me the phone. It's crazy. One of my friends actually got uh, drugma. Drugma? 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 Yeah, drugma yeah, oh. nuts across face. Oh, man. Drugma. Drugma. Drugma nuts. Bofa. Bofa. Bofa these nuts. Uh, Classic. I God. I used to do a lot of prank calling before, like, I don't know, before, like, cell phones were, like, super popular. Yeah. It's like, I would just be like, I got a cell phone, just punch in an 801 number. Yeah. Just be like, yeah. you're a referee, you're a you're a And then, like, it got serious to the point where I called enough people where they were like, hey, we're going to, like, turn you in. I'm like, oh. Oh. Ligma. <laughs> Sugma. Well, well, don't turn me into the the, the Sugma authority. Sugma balls. Sugma balls. Oh, Nick Joy. Hi there. Hello. Oh, hello, hello, fellow sexy person. Hello, sexy. Fellow. Welcome. Oh, welcome. 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 So tonight we decided to get together the the Holly and Cast Top Shelfers mess around collab yes mm-hmm. How, how's the podcast been going anyways how are you guys doing 
good. I mean, we yeah. still get like consistent watchers and comments. Yeah, yeah. We mostly that is we get a lot of comments still, which is really good. Now yeah. that we're living separately, it is a little harder to like get together and do it. We're doing it mostly at her place because we tried at my place once. That was the Wi-Fi. I don't know what oh. was going on, but it kept like shutting down mm. the entire. I think we started three. No, we, well, I know we started twice, and by the third least, time, we yeah. couldn't even go a full hour mm-hmm. until we were both like, okay, like this is just not even fun. Yeah, you can't see us, you can't hear us. Yeah. The first time we did it at my house, it sh- shut off once. Yeah. But then the second time, it did just fine. Mm-hmm. I think we just if we start around seven and then go till nine, we won't have that issue. It's yeah. just that weird nine o'clock hits and like everyone's on the internet at my house. Because the internet is like, it's fiber internet, which is why I was so mad you were that like, Dude, what the heck? it can't, it stopped. Cause like, yeah, that's I, weird. If you have fiber, it should definitely be but working I think, really well. I think the problem is, too, the internet was built into the apartment, so everyone uses the same internet. Yeah. But Still, I, though, like, yeah, fiber's pretty bitchin'. Yeah, but I mean, the second time we did it, we had no issues. Yeah. And, like, our like our drop frame only was, like, up max 32%, which was much better than the first two times. Yeah, the first two yeah. times, first two times it was like seven. It literally was getting to seventy and ninety, and then that's when it like starts shutting us down, and we're like, uh, okay, never mind. We're yeah. just gonna cut this short just because we. It's not possible right now. People can't hear us. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out a way do to do it at our. Yeah, but right now we're mostly just doing it at hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, until you get settled into your office as well, then then we can like actually like put time into it. I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> No. So, yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff in there, and uh, it's not getting emptied out necessarily, like it, I was told. This office at work or at home? No, it was at home. Oh. So there's, like, an extra room, because I, like, basically moved from a house just to a room, mm-hmm. and so I had a lot of stuff, and they're like, oh, we're going to give you these two, and then you can basically use one as an office. We'll just need to, like, clear out all this stuff. Yeah. And then the stuff was never cleared out, and so it's just a mix of, like, my stuff and my brother's stuff, and, like, there's bunk beds in there, and, like, all this stuff that it's, like, to a point where I can't really put anything anywhere or organize it, and so I've just been using my room, but my it's room is tough. kind of separated from, I think also my room just doesn't get good Wi-Fi as well. That could, that could also be it, too. Because my, that other room was where my brother used to do, like, gaming and stuff like that, and so there should be at least, like, a good reach over there. Well, in, in general, Wi-Fi isn't the best for streaming, mm-hmm. just because it's the unstable potential that is always rubbed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have Xfinity or anything like that, but I have a a Wi-Fi extender, and what it does is it's like an adapter you plug in the wall. It has antennas that's specifically to gather Wi-Fi, and then you can hardwire from that into your computer or laptop. Oh, I believe I believe yeah. they're only like twenty bucks. Oh, sweet. And then you can yeah. get an Ethernet cable for. And yeah. it's like, you know, someone who works at Best Buy that can get you a hella good That's discount. That's true! Shouts out Best Buy! Shouts out Best Buy! Shouts out my humans. <laughs> who commented here? Hello? Yo. Yo! What's good? Yo, what's poppin'? What's White poppin'? knuckle grip! <laughs> so we got together tonight to do a horror episode. Yes. Because we've been talking about this for a while. Mm-hmm. We're all horror fans. And yeah. I just figured now, because I don't know what it is. I always go through phases where, like, obviously when fall hits, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm in the mood. It's horror. Yeah, time. it's horror season. But horror like, do with the weather lately, like where like yesterday yeah. it was all gray and gloomy and rainy. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I'm, it's like the mood. Yeah, like, it's a vibe. 
And I, I don't know. I just feel like you guys have both been into horror for years, years. and years and years. Yeah. So I figure we should probably do a deep dive into into some horror but you're both wearing yeah very we're... very well themed creep uh, uh creep show tales from the crypt miss somewhere i only Mids- wore this one because i knew she was wearing her creep show on because there's been an occasion where we've both been wearing the same <laughs> midsummer shirt yeah cause because we have we, similar ones yeah. we have a lot of matching shirts that are horror shirts from this um shots out studio house designs studio house design. they have really cool art print shirts and that are especially horror themed ones one of you guys have a dope long sleeve one i don't remember is that it was probably both of us. Both both have, I, bought, I bought. I have three different midsummer ones. Yeah. For on the occasions where I spill on myself and it stains, I have yeah, a. I have, a, I have another one, so it's. Still At least you don't fresh. drink red. Isn't that what's like? Oh, true. oh, dude! I would be panicking. I'd be like, "Well, my nipples are going to show for sure." <laughs> 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 You're like, like well, shirts <laughs> that might have been TMI, but I feel like we're all family here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the Olive Garden. Twitch is, Twitch is yeah, typically exactly. about it. They're, they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, nipples. No, those uh, are those nipples. Is that a camel toe I see? Can you stand up a little bit more? Uh, excuse me, come closer to the camera. Can I we like to see that? Before we get into horror talk, I, I know you guys. Do you guys dabble at all in Twitch, like outside of what you do in the podcast? Um, on occasion, not much. Did you see? And this is a very controversial topic, so y'all yeah. can fuck off with your opinions. Ooh, but uh, ooh, ooh. the girl in the queef. Oh, oh wait, no, not the queef. I thought you were talking about the pool. No, the pool not girl. the pool. The pool girl was something, but yeah, yeah. No, no. Not. What about the queef? So, <laughs> I've only seen the clip. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, it's this lady, and she's like, "Oh, I can queef on command," and she's like, "She's like, you guys want to see?" And she's like, joking and laughing, and she grabs her mic, like Blue Yeti, and puts it, and you can hear, you can hear it go, and then she just fucking blasts, <laughs> just started blasting, and like I watch it, I'm like, "That's funny." That's yeah, that's yeah, that funny. That was funny. That's, that's a quality queef. She got banned. What? Twitch oh, banned her. From queefing? And I was like, I got mad because I'm like, I don't know the buildup. I don't think it was anything sexual. I think it was all yeah, funny. it was yeah. funny. But there's like guys who have like fart mics. Yeah. So like, what's the what, problem? What's the yeah, difference? what's the difference? Yeah. It's, it's just sucking air in and farting it out. When she fucking said, like, <laughs> it killed me when she was all like, I can do it on command, and then she pulls her mic down, and you just hear, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, and I'm rolling on the floor laughing, and yeah, she got perma-banned. What? Yeah. Oh my, I would be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, are you kidding me? That's also, because I know that it was kind of like this trend on uh, TikTok for a bit, where girls would queen yeah, 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 yeah. And I, every single time, like, it's so funny, but I'm also so impressed. I'm like, how do you, how do you do It's that? like the guys that can suck an air to their butthole and fart on the camera. Yeah. yeah. It's the same concept to me, because it's like, that's impressive if you can control your body in a certain way where you suck in air somehow. Yeah. Especially with your coochie crevice. Yeah. And then just, you know, yeah. with your ham wallet. I know, I mean... Your- I made the best treat ever, and I was really disappointed that no one uh, fucking saw it. I treated I'm dressing up as a Blue Yeti microphone for TwitchCon next year. What did I say? Uh, queef. Oh, queef conspiracy or queef something? Queef conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy to queef. Yeah, and I was like, man. Oh, 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 hello, Bieber. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. hello. Um, so let. 
it's tough to jump into horror, but I want to know, like, me and you talked about our first experiences with horror Mm -hmm. as, like, our movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Yours was... um, Oh, When a Stranger Calls. When a Stranger Calls. That's a spooky one. Yeah, that was a, that's a tough one to start on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was yours? Do you remember? I my first horror movie I ever watched was most of Jeepers Creepers, which is not a good one because I was like under the age of ten. Um, but then uh, when I turned about, I was turning thirteen. Um, my mom loves horror with all her heart, and the last time I saw her, she was dating this guy, whose son, who was six fucking years old, was watching all the horror movies, all the Saw movies, Ooh. like all the movies. They had no restrictions on what he watched. He just watched whatever because she just had a bin of horror movies and he had, um, the, the dad had like just a shit ton of like on-demand ones. So he would just like, like to the point where I was uncomfortable because I didn't really watch horror movies after Jeepers Creepers because it spooked the fuck yeah. out of me. That's a hard one to watch. And That's like, a hard start. That's a hard yeah. start. But, um, that time was like, cause he was super into horror, but like there was one time where I was left alone with them. And so I was playing with the, his youngest, who was like two or three. And so we were just playing blocks and his son was just watching Saw. I left the room cause I was like uncomfortable with Saw. It was like, cause I remember it was, I don't remember what Saw was, but it was the one where they're chained together and it was like in the middle of a mall and they have to pull oh, each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the one he started and I just left the room and played blocks with the, the child. The other child. The other child. The other child. <laughs> the child. Six years old. Anyways, doesn't matter. Which anyways, but um um but during that during that um that time my first actual horror movie where I sat down and like wanted to watch was Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. And then from there, it just started because then, like, I didn't watch a super ton, but then I started dating my first boyfriend, Zach, who was super into horror, and he was like, let me show you Mm -hmm. some horror. And that's where my love of the remake of Evil Dead starts. It's because he showed me that, and I watched it, like, four more times after that. And then from there, horror Which remake of Evil Dead? Like, the more recent one? The most recent one, because there was Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Um, Or just Army of Darkness. And then the remake. The one where they, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, they do the nail gun scene. Yeah, the nail gun scene and the one, oh, the one syringe on the eyeball. Yeah. It hits me every time. Because we watched that one. But then from there, (laughs) because he just, um. Hey, queen. Hey, queens. Um, um, but from there, he helped me get into horror. Because he also worked at uh, Top Hat. So he would, it was so sweet though, because like even though we weren't dating anymore, I would still go there, rent a shit ton of movies, not, I'd like pay the bare minimum, and every late fee he would just wait for me. My guy. I had like a $50 late fee, and he was like, just pay the the rent fee. And so yeah, but he got me fully into horror, because I was already kind of into it, but then he like. Showed, really nice. He yeah. showed me the good ones, because then he also showed me um, Halloween remake, the Rob oh, Zombie one, yeah. and then from there I knew oh. I was just a slasher girl from there. I was like, that's my that's my place. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that, Kaylee. Oh no, what? Screw, screw him. Yeah. His loss. Want me to go yeah. poop on his lawn? Yeah, you want to go, should we go beat him up? We got swords. Yeah, actually we have a ton of, we have four swords, so swords. everyone can have a Everybody sword. can yeah. join in and hack and slash. Yeah, you can take the... You take, it's like the William Wallace like yeah. Claymore. Like you just Zah! You take that one Zah! and we full on charge. Yeah. Screaming they'll never take our freedom and then sh- <laughs> then show our, our freedom. Actually, 
actually, that was the first R-rated movie that I ever watched. William Wallace? Oh, Braveheart? That's Braveheart. a good-ass one to That's watch. my dad's, one of my dad's favorite movies, especially then. And it was during the time where, like, you know, my parents were still pretty, like, religious and whatnot. My dad, not yeah. so much. And so he was watching it, and I watched it with him. My mom walks in and goes, Michael! Well, aside from, like, <laughs> violence, I mean, you see some man butt. Yeah, I think you see some man butt. You see somebody, like, hanging from the barn. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I all think, that. I think, I think the worst a rape one... Scene. Braveheart? I haven't watched it in a long time. It's been a Yeah, it's been a minute. I think the worst scene, violence-wise, is the maced face, which has the fucking... (laughs) (laughs) That's a great one. I can't remember if I... If we talked about my first horror experience, because I don't remember. What's your first horror experience? (laughs) My parents have always been into it, but they were very, very like, you should probably wait to, like, really get into horror. So we'd watch... Like, they would sprinkle in some, like, decent ones. Yeah. It was either Halloween, the original Ooh, Halloween. That's an OG Which, rough. Yeah. <laughs> rough to watch that one first. Because you're like, oh, he kills just people because he just wants to. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he can't die. And you're like, oh, that he is awfully, that's awfully horrible. Yeah. I think the... Where I remember having my first like experience where I'm like, like it creeped me out was, and I still have it somewhere. What it was is a DVD, like compilation video, oh. of like horror movies, like like the best oh. clips from oh, okay. horror movies, and it was like, oh that's cool. It was like thirty or forty of them, and all of the popular ones. Yeah. Like Chainsaw Massacre, Leprechaun. Yeah. You know. Uh, you name it, it was on there. Mm-hmm. All the way up until, like, maybe the early 2000s. And I remember, like, my parents getting in, they're like, you can't watch this. Because I'm like, I want to watch it. And they're like, no, like, you can't watch it. Yeah. And then, like, being an only child and no one being here, I'd be like, I'm going to fucking watch that. Yeah. And I remember watching it for the first time just haunted me for, like, several years. Yeah. Because, like, I would, like, watch, like, two scenes and then I'd be, like, freaked out. And I'm, like, here alone. I'm like... I can't watch it anymore. So it took like five months to get through it. But I don't know what it is. For me, when I was getting into horror, it was almost like I liked getting super scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like almost like a weird like adrenaline masochist type thing where it was like yeah. being scared plus being home alone was like... Yeah. Just made everything just like super intense. The problem is now movies just don't scare me but i love them. yeah what was the last horror movie that scared you guys they actually scared oh, oh actually we know scared you? We, oh. yeah i was thinking of a different oh. one but then i looked at you and i was like <laughs> oh wait no, that one was <laughs> bad i kind of like low-key high-key just blocked that from my memory no i and blocked it. it i was talking to a friend recently about kind of like horror movies and i was like oh the last one that like really like scared the shit out of me like i literally had trouble sleeping for the next week, probably. Not the next week, but, like, the next few nights, at least. And then oh. I just kind of kept thinking about it, was the Poughkeepsie tapes. You two told me about this the night yeah. you watched it. Yeah. It's on Prime. I recommend it, but let me tell you, it is haunting. Yeah. Because the way they do it is in the sense of, like, true crime, like a Netflix documentary style, like a documentary mm. on this killer. Yeah. But it, 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 it was a lot more than what we signed up for, to be honest. It was literally, because we were watching it, and yeah. I mean, there's a lot, there's a, 
there's a lot of torture mm-hmm. in it and there's a lot of yeah. torture scenes and um it's all made up as if they like basically like the synopsis is they find these tapes from this like serial killer mm-hmm. and he apparently would carry around a camera with him wherever he went and whenever he did stuff and so he even documented like his first kill like his first kidnap and he like yeah. goes and like kidnaps a little girl and then they like found her body later and all that stuff but they try to cap like they try to chase him around and he like will leave clues on purpose for the police to try and find him and he like sets them up yeah and they find these tapes that he leaves for them and but he he took some out like they're not all the tapes yeah like you never see his face in them yeah so you never see his face you never see anything that kind of like clues into who he is but you watch it and so you're technically seeing a lot of it from his perspective Mm. and um we were watching one of the scenes where it was like it was like this really brutal torture scene and uh our roommate at the time aiden walks in and goes oh because he's not a horror fan he does not like Mm -hmm. gore or anything and he's like I'm gonna go back to my room actually and then when he came back out <laughs> later on he was like how did you guys find that why were you guys watching that because he apparently thought that we were genuinely watching like torture porn oh he genuinely thought we were just yeah. pulling up torture porn yeah because it was so realistic that he thought it was real that was the hard part like there was parts in the movie where I just like had to look down where I was just like there's a little bit I like I love horror and I don't mind guts and gore but there's a there's a Point. Is it really that bad? It was. It was. It's rough. I mean, because the thing part of me wants to watch it again. Is that bad of me? <laughs> no, it's, it is a it is a sick fuck part of you. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but and it's not real. It's a fiction. It's fake. It's fake. It just it makes it seem so real. And they talk, take a lot of pieces from like prolific serial killers and kind of basically mix all the terrible things into just one person. Yeah. And make it like the biggest serial killer that ever lived and. Like, there's, like, a part I thought was, like, I was, like, oh, this sneaky bastard. I was so shocked just how it was done uh, yeah. because he ends up, like, kidnapping and killing this couple. Mm. And um, at first they thought it was somebody else or mm-hmm. something. And to get, they couldn't figure out where the body, like, the couple went missing. They couldn't figure out where the body was. And they were, like, well, if they, like, turned off over here maybe something happened so they went and checked out the gas stations and over at the gas station they checked the cameras Mm -hmm. and this guy with like he has a hat glasses like he's unrecognizable goes to like fill up his car or fill up like the couple's car like after he killed them basically is filling up the car and then starts signing to the camera to tell them where to find the body and then drives away and dumps the car and all that stuff and so they find the car they find all the stuff and they find the bodies but they don't know where he is that's that's brilliant right yeah right the movie gave me the the fucking willies to be honest because like i I couldn't use the bathroom for like a week (laughs) yeah because there was a scene with a like where the girls shower he like goes into some girl's house and literally just sets the camera on a shelf and then just hides in her closet for like hours. And, I'm, I'm curious from your from your two perspective, being women in, you know, the horror fandom, like, yeah. mm-hmm. do movies hit you different, especially when it's like guys murdering women? Because it's like, not only is society that's more like of a common thing, but mm-hmm. like they do it so often in horror movies where it's kind of like the stereotypical like guy chases after a girl either kills or she gets away like mm. does that add to the terror for you guys because it's like you could put yourself in those situations because typically when i watch like horror movies like that i'm like 
well, I mean, worst case scenario, I try and fight him back, and maybe I can defeat him, maybe I can't. Yeah. But, like, in some cases, like, you know, if it's a ginormous man chasing after Holly, it might be more difficult yeah. to fight back. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. This totally makes me think of, like, when we were getting roasted by our friend recently about uh, checking each other's location, because I'll, like, check Holly's location and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's like, that's weird, that's kind of stalkerish. And I'm like, excuse me, she's an easily kidnappable girl. And, yeah. like, I'm less so. After reading Silence of the Lambs, I kind of got instilled with the fear because I'm the perfect size for a skin suit. But, uh... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I am! I'm the exact yeah. same size, but I have tattoos, so I don't know if that changes anything. So, yeah, he, I don't know. <laughs> he would look at you, he'd be like, I'd be like, Damn it! Change it! I'd be like, oh, sorry, I moisturized now. The solution on the skin, it doesn't get the hose again. God, those movies and books are so fucking good. They're so good. I, when I had my interview, because I got a new job at a bookstore, and the guy asked me, because the thing is, it's always like a first date thing when they're like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite book? I instantly go to my go-tos, because he's like, What's your favorite book or what you've been reading recently? And I was like, oh, I reread The Hunger Games and I I read The Silence of the Lambs. I was like, that was a year ago, but he didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, what's it? Because like, he was like, um, describe a book. And uh, the only thing I could think of was Silence of the Lambs. So like, <laughs> I described it and I was like, he was like, he's like, why would you recommend this? And I think I, honestly, I did so good on that interview because the thing is, I explained Silence of the Lambs in such a good way in the, in the fact of like, I've never read a book that was so accurate to the movie. Oh, yeah. But yeah. in a sense of, like, I'd still recommend the book only because it puts it in a different perspective of, like, you get a little bit more of the details, especially in the hindsight of Hannibal. And, like, mm-hmm. go. I then went on for, like, five minutes about Silence of the Lambs, and he was like, you would do really good in the thriller section. And I was like... Goddamn right. I was like, I would, but, like, I love those saucy romances. <laughs> <laughs> but like bouncing back and forth, brother. Yeah, you know what? I'm a best of both worlds. But I feel like um, your question, your question was really good. I don't feel like horror movies scare me so much in the sense of like because it's like a woman getting chased. I think honestly, I've already had that ingrained fear as a woman that mm-hmm. when I see horror movies, it's kind of like it's kind of like the running joke that like the black guy always dies first. Mm-hmm. So that's why I I, I honestly yeah. don't even think about the women because as long as like they're white, I don't think about it. It's their ethnicity that I'm like, let's see how long they last. That is a weird yeah. trope that they had for a long time in movies. Like, yeah, and I know like Family Guy did that as like either. It was either the whoever was not white would die first, which is kind of low key fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like the horror movies did that. I don't know if that was just a trope. They. I wonder where that started. What movie that started? Um, I think oh, it was uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, was it? yeah. They that. Yeah, it was. Because I wonder if it was a thing that was them paying like homage to that then. Or if it was just kind of like a trope that like caught on, I don't know. Yeah, I think I it was mean, kind of uh, also to like the time period, just like probably racism. The racism, just like <laughs> you know, like the black man ever won. It's always like the white girl or the the strong black or white man. Because yeah. like horror movies make fun of it now, which I yeah. think is great. I think it is too because it's like every like we um oh that newest one freak. Oh, freaky, freaky, freaky. Yeah, which is like basically one, yeah. it's like Freaky Friday, but with a serial killer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, a really it was good. It was really good. I thought yeah. it kind of silly, but yeah, it looked, it, I mean, it, it's silly. It's like a comedy. It's like a horror, comedy but... horror, but it's really good. But the thing is, they made a joke of like. He, the 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 girl she's like I'm a black woman you're a gay man of course we're gonna die for <laughs> <laughs> but 
I don't know, because then now everyone pays nod to it. I mean, like, get out. His friend's like, you're going to a white town? Yeah. You're going to die, dude. Get out. Okay. Before we get into his movies, because those are a whole conversation. The last movie that really scared me, and I don't mean this to be, like, arrogant or whatever. There was two, and they were both when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Signs? Yeah. And it was just the one scene. Where it's like... (laughs) Because in Night Shyamalan, I, I can argue on why he's brilliant and also probably the worst mm-hmm. movie director. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's the best of both worlds. He's the yeah. best of both worlds of hating and loving him. There's, yeah. I feel like there's no middle ground with him. Either he makes a banger of a movie or it just or sucks. sucks. And yeah. Signs was the only one where I was like, Whoa. this is decent, yeah. but there was parts in it that were dumb. Like the baseball bat scene, swing away. I was like, that's the corniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. But... They did such a good job of building up this, like, anticipation of, like, mm. oh, my God, is this aliens? Are they going crazy? Where that uh, scene where the, it's the video recording the alien just, like, haunted me. Yeah. I saw somebody tweet that out recently. Yeah. Where it was just, like, a, like, it was, like, a gif of it. And people were, like, I still think about this to this day. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I saw it, I was, like, oh. The yeah. other one was Blair Witch. Mm. That makes sense. Because that was the first movie that I ever watched that was found footage and no one wanted to explain to poor little oh, young Wes. young Wes that found footage meant didn't mean that it was real yeah. that it was still fake yeah. so for a long period of my life <laughs> yeah. i thought that blair witch was 100 percent a thing and that if i stumble into oh. the wrong woods i'm gonna get fucking murdered <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get caught i remember I, i've never told this story before i remember going i lived in washington this time and i was probably in like seventh or eighth grade i remember going to this park and i remember seeing like like this thing hanging from the tree like some little like knickknack and like it all flooded back to me I'm like oh my god this is the moment i fucking die because of blair <laughs> you're like this, this is where i die this is where i get got uh, i'm going to be a statistic <laughs> now with that being said though there are a lot of movies that i that have been well done to the point where i'm like and that was creepy I have to say, the first Paranormal Activity, oh, I yeah. still think is a great movie. The I other really eight the that came after it, probably not so great, but... I I like them in a sense of, like, I like the storyline of them. Like, the, the Nun. The Nun, I thought was pretty good. I like The Nun. Mostly also because the, the one chick from American Horror Story is in it, and I'm a slut for girls. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say the last, like, besides the Poughkeepsie tape, the yeah. last movie that, like, actually kind of spooked me a lot was Lights Out. <laughs> I hate to admit it because I was a grown adult when it came out. I was 19. But that movie was fucking creepy. Which one was Lights Out? Lights Out was based off of, do you remember the short clip on YouTube where it was like they would turn off the lights and then there was like a shadow of a person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made a movie off of that. Oh. And so I'd recommend watching it because one, it's a really good movie, actually. It actually is like pretty scary. It's actually a pretty good movie, but that movie actually terrified me because I've always been a little bit scared of the dark. Like, I'm fine with it now. Like, I can't sleep with lights on. I have to be in total darkness. But that movie made me think about it, though. A I, little too much. I used to be really scared of the dark. Not in yeah. the sense that I... I always, like, until... I hate to admit this, but probably until high school, maybe, like, mid-high school, I couldn't sleep in the dark. Oh. I had to have a TV on mm-hmm. or something going because, like... And even still to this day, like, I'll have a fan on because, like, the complete silence, like, f- bothers me. Yeah. But, like, I used to have to have a TV on because, like, 
I would just like get in my own head of like, what was that noise? And then I would like sit there and like just ponder. I'm like, I have four cats in this house. It's probably just a cat. <laughs> but what if someone's in the house? <laughs> what if? What if? I literally. Oh, sorry. Oh no. What are you saying? I I've gotten to a point where like also where like the house that we lived in. I literally just yeah the house that we lived in was very scary yeah and like I kind of got to a point and also I used to live in a house that was like low key haunted when I was like younger like in junior high yeah into high school um I've gotten to a point where like I'm like scared of the dark but for some reason I don't necessarily get scared of, like I'll get scared but I'll just be like stop yeah like if something happens or like if I yeah. see like a corner I'm like. I will literally speak to it as if it's like a real thing, yeah. and I'll be like, "No, don't, don't you do Mind that." Business. Excuse me. Go back where you came from. Also, yeah. help me. The, what I realized with that house we lived in, because I had a lock on my door, I felt pretty like secure enough mm-hmm. that like I felt safe, like safe enough that I could ignore sound. To the point where I realized how much I just blew off sounds as to either be like, oh, it's Cass or Aiden, or, oh, it's legitimately just the house being haunted. Because when I moved into my dad's place, it's a brand new apartment. And, like, so, like, I didn't have a fan for a while. So oh. I didn't have any noise, and it was awful until I bought one. But I remember hearing something when I was, like, falling asleep, and I was like, oh, it's just Aiden. And then I jolted awake. I'm like, no, I live, I don't live there anymore. What was that? And then I had to go and investigate because I got so scared of that sound because I didn't have a fan to mask it. And I realized that it didn't live at that place anymore, yeah. that any sound I hear is actually something to worry about. Cause I realized how much I just blew off. Like I was just like, I don't want to acknowledge what happens in that house. <laughs> yeah, no, we'd just kind of be like, we'd like see stuff and we'd be like, oh, that's crazy. So <laughs> this house is actually kind of interesting. And Kaylee, if you're still here, you can kind of talk on this. Her and I, mm. when she came into the podcast, her and I talked about it. Um, and she's a little bit more, or she's a lot more sensitive to energy than I am. Yeah. And she even said that, you know, she felt something here, but I don't know what it is. It could have been the fact that we opened it. There's a Dybbuk box sitting oh. on this desk or, you know, I got the Ouija board, but there was a story from my youth that still to this day, it doesn't haunt me, but it, it still freaks me out. Um, we were all asleep. I, I, my room used to be upstairs and, uh. I remember, God, this was a long time ago. Basically, we got woke up because we heard a door slam. Okay, and immediate thought, Holly thought, home invasion. Yeah. Home, home invasion. invasion. You know. My number one true fear. <laughs> yeah. So I remember, like, I heard it, and I, like, I got up out of my bed, and I saw my dad running out of the room with a bat. Like, what was that? And, like, I was like, I don't know. And then he, like, booked down the hallway. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, there could be someone in this house. Yeah. So, like, I grabbed I can, I grabbed something in my room, like, mm-hmm. young me thinking I would do anything. Yeah. And started going after him. And we searched this whole entire house. Nothing. None of the doors were open. None of the doors had, like, done. This door is never locked, mm-hmm. but it wasn't open. Our front door was locked, and our back door was locked. So no one would have gotten in. Yeah. And then there was windows open, but there's no doors that would swing. Like, we just don't have... The wind would have to literally blow super hard mm. to, like, slam a door. We would have known what door it was because we, we would have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, no doors were closed that weren't already closed. So we start, like... We're all awake at this point, and we start, like, testing the doors. That one. 
is the one that when we like started slamming the doors to see what one it was, that was the one that was closest to the sound we heard. And that does not go outside. Ah. So, I mean, I, I'm always one that tries to play like, you know, find the explanation. We yeah. have cats. Maybe the door wasn't closed all the way. The cat got in there and maybe like a gust of wind slammed it. Yeah. You know, like there's theories. But to add on top of it, we've had the Ouija board do stuff here. But I don't know what it could be. There's no one. This We were the first owners. I don't think this land was anything like, I don't think Native Americans on this land. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think there was any burial sites here that we know of. I don't, I couldn't tell you. I've talked to people, a lot of people think maybe I have something latched onto me, but before I started doing any Ouija board type shit, this was well before it. Oh, huh. Still can't explain it. But it was one of those moments where it was like, is there something else or is it just your mind? Our house was definitely haunted. Um, We had this shoe rack. It was a rug. It was a rug. Damn it, Farky. <laughs> What's up, man? Missy, hope you're doing well. Um, our house was definitely haunted. Um, every t- We had this shoe rack behind the couch, and every time everyone had a nightmare, it would legitimately fall over. Oh, and, wow. like, the shoes, the thing is, is, like, it looked like somebody, like, tossed our shoes everywhere all yeah. around the room. It, li- it basically looked like someone, like, grabbed the shoe rack, shoved everything off, and then put it back. Yeah. Because the thing is, the shoe rack the was shoe still rack up. The shoe rack would still be up. It's just... All of the yeah. shoes would be off the shoe rack and like spread around the house. Because when I went, I was over, oh Jesus, I was only over at your guys' house once mm-hmm. and we didn't ever get on the subject of it being haunted, but I didn't, I don't know. You're like, I'm yeah. not one though, I'm not one like some people where they can go into places and be like, oh, it feels weird here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if you guys are, but people who have that sense, it's very unique and interesting because like i've even i've been around people who are and then like you sit around for long enough and you're like i feel uncomfortable but you can't explain it yeah mm. it's, it's really strange but i didn't ours was pretty passive though we called him louis louis louis, louis. louis. we gave him a name because we we're just kind of like well i mean the thing is, is it's not harming anyone except for the shoes which yeah. we ended up putting the shoe rack into the closet so then that wouldn't happen anymore which kind of saved it and yeah. then just like weird things would happen like a lot of like a lot of noises a lot of things would kind of like go missing and like appear in random places at first we were just thinking yeah. that it was our old roommate joe doing that so he had a tendency to like just fuck with just shit me- we, I, I don't understand why he did that but like we were like oh maybe it was joe but then it kept happening after he left and we were kind of like oh maybe it wasn't yeah it definitely seemed like it definitely wasn't yeah especially because like so i in my room i have a tv and my tv remote was in there and then all of a sudden it was just gone for like a week yeah. And then Cass was like in her book bag, which during the day of it could have gone missing. Her book bag was her book bag never goes into my room because mm-hmm. it, why would it? Why would it? Because yeah, no it's point. My room. It was usually either in my car or like in, in my room. room, maybe in the living room. But the thing is, I was definitely like someone like because like uh, the guy I was seeing at the time would come over and we'd watch shows together. So I always put my remote in a certain place, yeah. or I would always just have my remote in my room because also it's my room and my TV in my room that's with my remote. Why would I take it outside of my room? Until Cass one day came up to me and she's like, is this your remote? I was like, where the fuck was that? I've been looking for that for a week. And, and it was in my book bag. That's so It was strange. in the back of my book bag. In like the pocket that I don't use. 
really except for like I have like some calculators in there and stuff like that and I was looking for something and so I was kind of like reaching around all the crevices and I reach in there and there's something that felt not quite like a calculator and I was like what the heck and I pull it out and it's a remote and I was like where fuck at first I like panicked and I was like because then I started thinking that like maybe my grandma put it in there and she was like you know like I don't know all of a sudden it was like signs of dementia oh my god and like I panicked and I was like oh no and so then I I realized though I was like no these aren't one of their remotes. I don't recognize this remote. Because the thing is, is like I've never even held a remote. No, because we never watch TV in my room, because why would we? My room's small. No. no. And so we'd always watch it out in the living room. And so yeah. that's when like I got home, and I like, told her, I was like, you'll never guess what I found in my bag. And like I'm talking to her, like, telling her the story of like, reaching in, and she like looks at me and goes, is it, is it a remote? And I was like, is this your remote? And she's like, that's my remote. It's so strange. Because the thing is, the way, because like that, the, because the, it was a Monday and I was looking for it Friday and then I, she gave it to me like that following Monday or yeah, Wednesday. Like it was the, gone for like a week. It was gone for a week. When I was watching TV that Monday, because I don't really watch TV on my TV anyways, I normally watch it on my iPad because it's just me and I like to lay down. Yeah. And I also don't like to wear my glasses a lot, so I like to watch it on my iPad so I can see the TV, yeah. see what I'm watching. But like, it was just really weird because like, because we even asked Nate and Aiden, we were like, hey, would you, like, just just be honest. Like, did you guys do it? Like, because like, of a prank, a little like, pranky like prank. Like a pranky prank. Mm-hmm. And they both were like, why would we go into your room? And also, like, why would we put it there? Yeah. yeah, like, it was just, it's just. It, I gotcha. Like, I it gotcha. just like, made no sense for anyone to do it. Because we like, I literally was like, you would tell me. And they were both yeah. like. Legitimately, one, I don't even know where your vote would have been. Because the thing is, I don't even know where I put it. That's why I was getting frustrated at myself because I was like, damn it, I put it somewhere where I can't find it again. Yeah. But it didn't matter because then Cassidy was literally in my bag. bag. But the thing is, is I swear that it like, wasn't in that bag before. Because, I mean, I don't check that pocket a whole ton, but I, like, the thing is, it, like, yeah. my thought process is I would have checked it at some point during the week. Yeah. Like, when I'm putting away things. Because it was definitely gone by Friday. Because I used yeah. it Monday, didn't use it again, to, or wasn't looking for it again until Friday because I was watching TV with uh, the guy I was seeing. And so that's when I was like getting mad because he was like, "Where, where, where did you last see it?" And I was like, "It was last seen on right here, my my um my computer or my my desk chair. It was on the seat of it. I don't know where it went from there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I normally try to put it in my uh, dresser drawer, like my uh, nightstand, so that I know where it is. Couldn't find it. And it was also during the time, like afterwards, because we used to blame it on uh, like things going missing and then appearing um, on our old roommate. But that was after the time that basically, like, he wasn't asked to come into the house. Yeah, anymore. I kind of had to be like, "Hey, he's not allowed back here right. at all." Yeah. And uh, so he hadn't been in the house for a minute, for a while. Like the remote was still around. Well, even if he was, like, that's such a weird, like. Yeah, like why yeah. that specifically? Well, because then, because also too, that means he would have had to go on through my room, find the remote, and then go on to your room and find then my book bag, find your book bag, yeah. and put it in there. Yeah, it just didn't make sense because one, he's not smart enough to think of a cool prank like that. Well, I don't <laughs> even like. I don't even think that's like a cool prank. That's just a weird like. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Inconvenience, like. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? That's like. This reminds, another thing that happened is yeah. um, one time Nate lost his phone. Oh. And we were trying to find it, and we were like looking everywhere for it. We could not find it, and I was calling it and everything. We were mm-hmm. calling it nothing. Like we couldn't find it. We couldn't carry it. He went out to his car, couldn't find it in his car. We're like, where would it go? And he calls it again on my phone, and it answers. And it just starts 
like it keeps going and he like holds the phone up and he's like, hello? Hello? And then it's silent on the other end. And then it hangs up. That's fucking weird. And then you know where he found it? Under the couch downstairs, face down. And the thing is, me and the and Joe, our old roommate, were in our bed already. Yeah, they were like in there. And then we, I was like, he's like, will you watch me go downstairs and look in the basement one more time? And then like try and call it. And he, then he found it and he grabbed it, showed it to me. I'm at the top of the stairs. He showed it to me. And then he heard something like fall down or something in the same room. And he just books it up the stairs. He's that's like, kind oh, of oh, fucking oh. creepy. <laughs> yeah. Because that's like. There's no explanation for that phone to pick up. Yeah, exactly. No, because the thing is, those couches were the old couches at my dad's house. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, because I know I've lost a lot of phones in those couches. So I know the way it probably fell underneath there. Yeah. There's nothing to grab it. There's nothing, like, sticky. There's nothing that could have potentially swiped it awake or, like, opened it. There's nothing on that couch that could have done it. And so that's why I'm like... That's really weird, especially because it was face down. It was down. face down, yeah. That, ugh. When I think about that, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, one of those things that we were just kind of like, that's creepy. Because, like, it could have fallen in the couch, right? Like, and fall, like, whatever, but, like, yeah. to be picked up. Because the couches were also made of, like, um, like, like, suede. like suede. So it wasn't even, like, something, something like, yeah. leathery that, that could have grabbed it. Yeah, like, if it was a kind of, like, or rubbery, or yeah. That's weird. Would have, like, tapped it. Yeah. It's a creepy one. It was really that weird. That one was terrifying. And then there was just, like, a lot of voices and stuff. Like, like, one time I remember I was taking a shower, and I could hear Nate calling me and going, Hey, Cass. Cass. And then I, like, turned off the shower eventually, and I was like, What? And, like, yelled at I was like, What? What do you want? Like, you keep calling my name, and you're not coming in here to just ask me, uh... What, what do you want? And he was just laying on the bed, and he was like, what? what you like, what are you... And I was like, I thought you were calling my name. And he's like, no. I'm chilling. Was yeah. not. And I was like, huh, interesting. Now, what do you guys... If you were to give rhyme or reason to what potentially could be out there, do you guys have anything? Because this is my... Mm-hmm. This is what, in my head, this is my biggest... I don't know what you want to call it. Paradox or confusion or... Because, like, I don't believe... Personally, I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong. I don't believe in afterlife as far as what we are told publicly. I don't think that it's what's written in books. I don't think it's religious. I don't think it's, like, heaven, hell, or we get transported somewhere. Yeah. And my closest thing to it is, like... Maybe if our energy, if we're made of energy and our consciousness is an energy, maybe in certain horrific incidents we can be imprinted in certain areas. That's the closest thing that I could come to potentially there being ghosts. And maybe it's not even necessarily a ghost that we know of it. I think there's something here, something there that we just don't have the technology or understanding to explain. Mm -hmm. But I definitely don't think it's like our what we think right now yeah no, i don't think I it's like a ghost i don't think it's like you die and then your spirit might be trapped here i don't i don't believe yeah. in that but i do yeah. believe that well i i'm more towards the theory of like maybe if there's a prolific murder or like someone gets attacked or someone gets you know something worse and like there's so much energy expelled in that moment like it can imprint in time yeah you know but i i don't know it's 
curious what your guys' brains are with. I'm a big like believer that. of like energy and stuff like that, and it makes a lot of sense where like, um, especially if somebody has I don't know like bad intention as mm-hmm. well, um, in a situation like if there's just like a lot of buildup of that, that then they can kind of just like I feel like it can, it can actually just become something yeah that just kind of creates constant issues, if that makes sense. But right, I don't know. I don't like to even think about it. No? I don't like to think about it. No, I don't. I don't. Genuinely. Uh, honestly, the only movies that really, like, genuinely scare me are paranormal ones. Only because, um, like, I can't yeah, say I it's false. I can't I can't disprove it. I mean, like, I've never really had, like, besides that house we lived in, I've never had, like, ex- bad experiences. And even then, like, my, my experiences at that house were very minimal in the sense of, like, I feel like they could all be debunked. Like Ghost Adventures wise, yeah, yeah. debunked pretty easily. But I don't like to think about it. <laughs> I don't it's like a, to think about it. It's hundred percent proven that if you wear a small, small, extra small T-shirt, that you can debunk ghost things. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's I, proven fact. I can fit in one. So sometimes you know you just kind of gotta uh, tell yeah, the cameraman I, to get. I agree with mattress. Atticus too. Is like there is definitely this weird idea that. Everything has to be an old ghost. Like, yeah. back in the 1800s, Jerry died. Like, <laughs> yeah. where's the fucking, you know, where's the guy yeah. who gets murdered in 20 or 2004? Yeah, like a frat bro or something. Yeah, yeah I Where's his ghost? I definitely want to live in, like, a, like not a frat house, obviously. I don't want to ever live in a frat <laughs> house. But, like, could live in a sorority house where my jewel gets stolen all the time because some frat boy died there. Yeah. He got too drunk and nobody cared. Yeah. yeah, nobody cared. And, and no died. one cared and he just steals everyone's jewel. That would be so That would be a good idea. See, the thing, that's the thing is it's like, I don't know. I don't like to think about it more in the sense of, like, uh, mean or malicious ghosts scare me. But, like, I don't know. Because the thing is, I can't deprove it, but I also don't want to prove it. How funny would that be? You're just sitting there. Like you're at this like frat house and you just hear like a whisper, Where's the white claw? Where's the white where's the white claws when you're drinking claws? (laughs) (laughs) Are you a pledge or are you a mouse? (laughs) (laughs) I was like recently thinking about um because I forgot that the University of Utah is a dry campus now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, wild. And uh could I get a refill? Speaking of drinks, speaking of drinks, uh, I don't know. I keep thinking about that. Ooh. And just like, were, were there recent incidences or something? What if uh, I just. You won't. I think there might be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bad energy around well, that line. <laughs> so, our friend Romina, who oh. was dating Kai, yeah. she, we, we, me and her had a friend from middle school. Um, who went to the U mm-hmm. and was part? She wasn't part of a sorority or for like sorority, but she hung out with sorority girls and frat boys. But like apparently they still do like fuck shit, like hazing shit. Like I don't know if any of it's true, but there was a rumor where um, there was a rumor where they made a pledge fuck a goat. What? I mean, you hear a lot about yeah. that stuff though. The the thing about hazing to me is like, no, I'm good. I'm just thinking of like. Just how fuck shit some of it is. Oh yeah, no, some of it is so bad. And then they try to like make laws like against hazing and whatnot, and then they do stuff like kind of like, well now we're a dry campus, and it's like, okay, well that doesn't really change anything. Well, still that goat did not yeah. get unfucked. Yeah, that, that goat is not gonna be unfucked. No, like, <laughs> that's the thing is there's there is a lot of, 
I, I've heard personal stories from people who don't want shit repeated and like yeah. I saw I was listening to one on TikTok the other day about this guy who was a pledge and they made him eat God, what was it? Some sort of testicle or what? some sort of food drenched in everyone's urine. Oh. Like all the like Oh, kinda like pledge a soggy members. toast, but yeah, like with pee? When they pissed on it and you had to eat it, like and I just <laughs> Shit like that to me is just the most strange, like... It's like, why? It's what is so, the purpose? Yeah, it's like, if you want to join the Brotherhood, you gotta you gotta suck all our dicks. The thing is, is like, it's kind of like, it's all very, like, um, homoerotic undertones, yeah. no matter what. And it's kind yeah. of like, guys, come on, just kiss each other, get it over with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, well, that shit, like, yeah, I've I've heard of that happening oh, yeah. a lot, and expect, like, in... What's the girls called? Sororities. Sororities. That would happen in sororities as well. Yeah, like... Yeah. The thing is, it's like, also, too, why do people do it? Like, that's the thing. It's like, I I understand wanting to be part of sororities and stuff like that. Just have sorority friends. That's what my old friend did, is she literally just, Just like... buddies. Yeah. I think depending on, like, the level of the sorority, it's almost like a... Because, like... Sorority and fraternities go deeper than just this, right? Like if you're a yeah. if you're a member of a fraternity from an elite school, that doesn't just stop when you're out of college. That oh, goes no. like uh-uh. if you stay there, you graduate, you yeah. gotten a direct into millions of like high level people who are in that fraternity. Yeah, well, cause, and then also too, then that's why a lot yeah. of people's kids join it because also you get instant membership because mm-hmm. your parents were the schools. Yeah, schools. The, the schools. schools. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole thing to debunk. That's a fraternity that, like, you pretty much get in and then... You're in it for life? Well, I don't know. It's it's a lot of thought, though. But uh, it, it, it goes deeper than just that, like, initial, like, fraternity. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... That'd be a fun episode. Maybe you can come and do that one with me if you want. Um it's, yeah, because I want to hear about the skulls. So I don't really know much. Skull and is it skull and bones? Skull and bones. Yeah. You know what? Um, back to horror movies. You want to know? What actually, is one of like my new favorite sorority horror movie. Black Christmas, the remake, the newest one. I've seen it. I actually really liked it. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. The newest one. Yeah, I that was really, really liked good. it. I it was very campy and a little bit cheesy, but I really liked it. I I don't know. I'm always a, I'm a slut for movies. I just love all movies. I don't have I'm not a harsh critic. Yeah. Except on some movies, and I'm like yeah. fuck that movie. But they're like I loved that movie, especially the they made a song and it was like during Christmas time, so they made a uh, it's like up in the frat house, and it's basically yeah. oh you show me that yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. that song is so fucking good. I don't know why it's so <laughs> like yeah. it's my favorite song. So what is it that you think that because like. We have to remember that, like, most people aren't horror fans. Yeah. But we're our circle, and then, like, more people I know, like, everyone is. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people really dislike horror. Either because oh, yeah. they just can't watch it because they get scared, or they just think it's dumb, or it's, like, not realistic, or whatever it is. Like, horror is not a popular genre. That's why you don't see horror movies getting winning awards or getting yeah. high ratings, unless it's, like, yeah. The Babadook, which we'll talk about, because I have... Oh, that's yeah. going on my list of hot takes. That movie's Ooh. trash in my head, but we'll Ooh. we'll talk about I it. I hate we'll, the kid. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So, what do you think it is for you guys that like made horror stick and still be prevalent in your guys' life? Because for me, I, I still just like it's almost nostalgic for me. 
Like, because I used to get yeah. scared as a kid, and now when I watch horror movies, I'm kind of like, it's almost like gets me giddy because I'm like, oh, is this gonna be good? Like, is yeah. this gonna like scare me, or is this gonna like give me a weird feeling? But a lot of the times, like the movies themselves aren't super great movies. Yeah, they're just fun. I like the like I'm a big aesthetic person, and so I like the aesthetic of horror movies a lot, mm -hmm. especially like you know like really like campy sort of horror movies, and even like just like older ones or either like spoofs of horror movies then too i really like just the feel of it it's somewhat nostalgic but it's also just i don't know i've always kind of been into it and it's gotten less it's gotten less of it scaring me and more of just kind of enjoying yeah the genre i i don't know what it is about it i think like i don't know i just like I think it's because I didn't watch it for a while, and then it was something new, so it was, like, exciting to see all these, like, new plots and twists. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, like, the same as, like, comedies. Like, some people don't like watching comedies because they're silly and goofy or dumb. Yeah. But, like, I love comedies. And I think it's the same with, like, dramas or, like, romance. A lot of people don't like romance, but I like them just because I like the story. I'm just yeah. a big storyteller person, yeah. and I just love a good story. And I feel like with horror, it's just kind of, like, sometimes outlandish and, like, ridiculous. Or sometimes it's like, oh, that's spooky. Or it's just like true crime. So like it could potentially happen. And sometimes the character. Are you good? Did that's... your chair just break? Yeah. Is this the? No, that's a new one. We're gonna take a pause. One second. That spooked me. Wait. You got wine on your. I know. I got. I spilled some wine. Gosh, I can go up there. Where you got any napkins? I. I was just gonna dry. I mean, like, it was really? just like a little spot. Yeah, it was just a little spill. Oh, no. It's just... Yeah, I was like, I would. This is what I get for leaning back. It's like, I'm scared to, like, lean back and have it fall. Well, stand up real quick. It made a, it made a popping noise. Yeah, it made a lift... popping noise, lift... but. Try to lift up the chair. Let the, the thingy. This thing? Yeah. Maybe oh, it's the it compression. Was... Oh. Wait. Oh, Where I'm is wondering... it? What is it? Oh, is it that thing? I don't know. It might have sit in it again. I'm scared. I can. Yeah, now I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm not gonna brought not no jiggles for free. <laughs> no free jiggles. I mean, it seems fine. Maybe it just had a uh, it had a moment. Do you want this one's not? I can wait. Let's see if I can. Oh, I think, yeah, I think it was just this thing. I think that thing, okay. I think it just, like, um, wasn't tight enough. Yeah. You would think if I work in an office supply place, I know how chairs work. I don't. I was like. I work Please in... don't die on the chair. No, no promises. This then, is a wild then, west. I don't need, I don't need you to haunt this. And then when I'm streaming, you come. <laughs> That's wine. <laughs> you guys want some boxed wine. <laughs> Got Which the flavors of plastic. <laughs> oh, <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> that'd be hilarious if I, like. You're just like the haunting of this podcast. Want to sleep box wine every once in a while? You just squirt a little bit out on the floor. <laughs> yeah, pour oh, that's for the homies. <laughs> that's the cast girl. She's fine. She's, she's a, fine. She's just chilling. She's just hanging out. She's just vibing. Aesthetics are huge for me. I love super vibey, moody horror films. The other genre that I love is class B horror film. Yeah. 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 I, I think that what's weird for me is like I took a break from horror from like I feel like the late two thousand into the early like 2010s there wasn't a lot of shit coming out that i was like because like they were all following the same form and it's like 
either they were copying copying paranormal activity mm. or it was like creepy clown, creepy nun, creepy priest, creepy like I don't know, or let's rehash, let's remake Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the thirteenth for the fifteenth yeah. time. Like there's a lot of rehashes and I think finally we're getting people like um Jordan Mid- Peele. Jordan Peele and Midsommar guy and Ariasta. Yeah. Ariasta. Like, um, I was gonna say Edgar Allan Poe, but I know that's it. Edgar Allan Poe, oh. uh, the bitch Edgar. Oh, Edgar, like it, it's like uh, something Eggers. Wait. Yeah, he's he's one of the new Roger ones that's Eggers. really good. Roger Eggers. Light, yeah. Did he? Exactly. Which one did he Lighthouse? Did. He did. Yeah. Roger Eggers. Fantastic. Yeah. Because the one thing I will say though about being a female who likes horror, it's hard to be taken seriously. What do you mean? To be honest, it's almost like, um, I feel like a lot of, like, horror movie lovers or just film bros gatekeep horror from females. I... To be uh, honest, because there's a the thing. I remember distinctly hanging out with um, an ex of mine and his friends, and they were talking about horror. And my ex was like, the one thing that I'll give him props on, he was like, I don't know anything about horror. You should talk to Holly. And I remember they didn't didn't talk to me about it. They then brought up things and they were like, oh yeah, the guy that did the lighthouse did Midsummer. And I was like, um, no, those are two different people. It's yeah. by the same producers, A24. Yeah. And I literally had to go on and I was like, um, Roger, is it Roger Edgers? Roger, wait, let me see. Um, I think it's Roger Edgers. Let me check on it. Um, he did Lighthouse and the Vich. Midsummer guy, Ari Oster, did Midsummer hereditary mm. so it's like i was like trying to describe it and then i was like oh this is like the kind of new horror and then I oh kind robert of, eggers robert eggers and so i was like went on about it and then they just continued on talking about horror and i was like and then they got into video game horror and i was like it's not horror movies but like yeah, i know some I, horror video games i do want to talk yeah. horror video games in a bit because that's yeah. i am in love with them again they're great but yeah i don't know i think right now we're I think going into this year, we're getting a lot of horror movies that are coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think we're going to get some really, really good ones. I mean, the new one that um, Ari Aster, is that? Ari Aster. Ari Aster is doing. It's supposed to be like three hours long. Sheesh. Have you guys seen Sheesh. Ari Aster's, um, his uh, student thesis video no um that he came out with where i was telling you about it it's called something about the johnsons and it's like a 20 minute clip that he made when he was still in film school as like his whole like final project yeah and honestly it it just shows how fucked up his mind is yeah he's got it's (laughs) like the thing is is it's not necessarily like horror in a sense it's just messed up Mm. Twisted. Just why? Like, I definitely suggest it. I don't want to like say anything more about it because it's kind of like a. Kind of have to watch. You kind of have to watch it, but also kind of like you know, trigger warning. It has a lot to do with like sex abuse and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very, it's insane. I remember watching it and being like, he, he did this in college, just vibing. Yeah. But, but like, I don't know. If Notice, because like when I was on Tinder and stuff, I had multiple guys be like, "Oh wow, you actually like horror?" It's oh, like, yeah, yes. That's why my top five favorite movies, four out of the five, is horror movies. I just don't fuck with anyone who's a gatekeeper of anything. I think yeah. it's such a weird like, don't fucking like let people enjoy things, and don't like all you're doing is ruining your community by trying to be like, 
oh, well, like, have you fucking seen this, this, and this? And it's like, no, bro, like, uh-uh. I don't give a shit about these, like, obscure movies that you think are important. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, the only people who do are going to be your other film bros. Like, if I get told I have to watch another Wes Anderson movie to yeah. really enjoy films, I'm going to start beating people up. You're like, be like, all right, me like I don't front. fucking care. Like, I know he makes good movies. I don't need to see Knives Out either. Calm the fuck down. I know it's a good movie, but I don't need yeah. to be told that I don't know anything about films because I haven't seen it. And also, that's, that's not even fair. People, yeah, like, yeah. the thing is, is people overhype Knives Out, I say, a lot. So um, I've fair, seen right? it on multiple occasions, and the thing is, is, like, it's overhyped for sure. It definitely is overhyped. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's like just it's definitely good. overhyped. Yeah. The thing is that I like it a lot is because it's by Ryan Johnson, who also did, um... What's it called? Uh, no, I know it. Uh, the same Ryan Johnson. The last, um, the last Skywalker. No, not the last guy. The last Jedi. The last Jedi. The last I was going Jedi. to say Return. I keep getting Return of the Jedi with the last Jedi wrong. The thing is, the last Jedi was so aesthetically pleasing, and that's why I like mm. Knives Out because it's aesthetically pleasing. I don't even think it's like the thing is, it's a good story. It's yeah. not even that great of a film, to be honest. Yeah. I just like the aesthetically pleasing part, and I like how it's kind of filmed like a clue, like a mm. mystery. Yeah, I like the aesthetic clue like. But it's even then, not even that great of a movie. I just love the aesthetic of it, and I liked the clue aspect. It's weird. He does that really well. Like he made that Last Jedi movie really aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Dog shit Star Wars movie. But see, that's the thing. You see how I go. We've had this conversation yeah, already. I, I was like, huh. anyways. <laughs> it's okay. If it makes you feel better, I was hooking up with this guy who came to my house and he was like looking at my room, didn't look at what was above my bed yet. And he was like talking about it. He's like, oh, I see you love Star Wars. That last Jedi one fucking sucks dick. It's the worst <laughs> one out there. Turns and sees that I have like four different Last Jedi posters by this artist that I love. And he's like, I see you like the movie a lot. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, really like I was like, um, I, I, it's chill. I know what people's opinions are. I'm going to teach you guys a lesson. Even though Holly and I have a difference of opinion, we can still talk about and have fun. Yeah. You guys should all learn that because it's an important thing. Because that's the thing is because he felt so bad and I was like, yeah. dude, don't worry about it. I know that people hate that movie just because I like it doesn't mean I think people should like it. Was this the gum, the gum guy or was it someone else? This was, um, uh, Comedian guys, brother. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I still fuck with like Adam Sandler movies, and people are like, yeah. Like I love Don't Mess with the Zohan. You watch that movie the first time. This is the the most dog shit movie I've ever seen. You watch it like three or four times, and you get I once and watch. You're like, this movie is fucking hilarious. This is so funny. That's like uh, one of my number one Christmas movies to watch is Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, great one, (laughs) Paul Blart Mall Cop. Fantastic, I love it. Everybody deserves a card on their birthday. I can pull out quotes out of my ass from Dude, that. Paul Bart. It's a great one. So, it's great. So let's talk some of our favorites okay. of all time. Because I know it's tough. I know that yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And I do want to say, like, with today's horror movies going in different directions, like, yeah. you know, we're getting more artistic horror movies. You know, yeah. like The Vich, where you watch it and, like, it's slow. But then you get, like, this burn. You're like, oh, fuck. And then you watch it again, or Hereditary, where you're like, I don't quite understand what's going on. And then, like, for me, when I watched that movie the first time, 
it really started hitting when he loses the son loses his mind in the classroom. You're like, ooh, fuck, oh, something's going on. Going on. Honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't understand until the end, and I was like, oh shit, that, oh sh, and I was just like, oh, and I got really excited because I was like, I get it now. And then I watched it for like the third, fourth time, and then I just understood the story more and yeah. more. And yeah. more. That's what I really like about it. I think it's impressive that there's horror movies where... Because, like, horror movies used to be, like... You don't really watch them unless you're, like, re-watch them for fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't really have, like, rewatchability to gain shit. Except for those movies. You watch them, like... Because yeah. I, I remember talking to you. I didn't like The Vich the first time I watched them. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't, like... Aside from Baby Jam, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this movie's not that great. And now I've watched it, I think three or four times now, I'm like, this movie's fucking amazing. It's one of my favorite. I would say that's all my favorite ones. I have a tattoo <laughs> of The Witch, so it better be. Yeah. Uh, I really like, um, like, I, because, like, also, too, like, with those slow burn ones, the newest, like, I get, I call them, like, the A24 horror movies. Yeah. Because that's what all produced by. Because um, I went on a date with a guy who absolutely loved Hereditary, but he literally, because I, I told him, I was like, oh, Midsummer's my favorite, and he was like, I hate to be this person, but can you explain Midsummer to me? I don't fully understand why it's good. Like, I just didn't understand it. And I was like, well, first of all, you probably should watch it two or three more times so you can actually understand yeah. it. And then I just explained to him, like, I was like, I like the storyline. I love Danny. Yeah. I loved her coming into herself and, like, just releasing everything. All that. <laughs> and, like, um, just, like, explaining it to him. And he was like, Oh no, when you put in those perspectives, it makes a lot more hey, sense. Thanks for the subs, Still City. Thanks for the thanks subs. Thanks for the subs, Still. <laughs> hey, hey. I would say um, Midsummer's one of my top favorites. I've seen that one the most out of all the A24 ones. I really hi, hi, I really hi, want hi. to rewatch because we've only seen it once. I don't know if you've seen it again, The Lighthouse. Lighthouse, I, I want to watch it again. again. Yeah. I just I couldn't get over the fact of William Defoe just farting just the farting. fuck out of Just farting the farting. whole movie. It was so funny though, but like, it's so spooky. And then, uh, yeah. Like, what an the... emo! What are you doing, step bro? What, what are, are you doing, doing step bro? Oh, step bro, I'm <laughs> stuck in the washer. Oh my gosh! All of a sudden, I'm stuck under this table. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'd say one of my one of my favorite horror movies in general is the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, that one's great. That one's really good. Can I tell you my favorite horror movie kill? Yeah. It was in, uh, I don't know why, but it's just stayed in my head where I'm just like, because like, you've seen so many kills, and there's just so many kills, but there's always those kills that like kind of stick with you. This one yeah. sticks with me. It's um, the Sleepaway Camp. The original Sleepaway Camp. How Have you guys seen that one? Yeah, great one. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. My favorite kill in it is this girl that was like um, doing her hair and like about to meet with a boy, you know. Have premarital sex. Sinners! Oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus is always watching, especially at camps. (laughs) Especially at sleepaway camps. But one of my favorite kills in it is someone grabs a curling iron and shoves it up her vagina, and that's how she dies. Yeah. For some reason, that stick with, like, stuck with me this entire, I've seen that, I saw that movie two years ago for the first time, and I still distinctly remember that kill out of all the kills. I think Sleepaway Camp had the most intricate kills because the thing is you don't see the killer. You're seeing it from like the first POV of the killer. Mm. And that's what I really like about Sleepaway Camp. Also the ending, I was just like, whoa. Sheesh. The second one. <laughs> sheesh, sheesh. Um, but I think I my all-time favorite one, I'm also excited about a tattoo of it myself. 
My number one is always going to be Scream. Yeah. That's going to be one I can watch. The first Scream is a fucking... Scream. And there's, they're making yeah. a fifth one. Yeah. Except without... Um, R.I.P. Wes Craven. Shout out to another one. Pour one out. I take Pour one out. I, <laughs> pour one out. <laughs> pour one out. <laughs> See, I, speaking of kills, I wake up in a cold sweat um, <laughs> multiple times a week from uh, teeth. Oh, yeah. That movie fucked me up. I didn't know what that was about until, until I was it. like, oh, she has teeth down. Oh, okay. And then yeah. she was doing the <laughs> with some guy and just fucking me. There goes his wiener and you just see it just fucking chilling. Just It's just vibing over there. Because that's the, like the very first part, right? Yeah, I did, never got past that part. Like, oh, I have not watched that. that movie. Can I tell you, like, spoiler alert, sure. can I tell you what, like, the last thing is that yeah. happens in it? Which is, like, the thing, because a lot of it is about, like, uh, like, women gaining their power back, and that's kind of, like, her whole oh, thing. Oh, okay. Is that, like, because it was, I can't remember, was the first time a little rapey? I think, I was think it? So, yeah. I think so. And that's kind of, that's basically what made the teeth happen. Oh, was no. Was so unwanted. Maybe not, because I remember the first time that the teeth happened was... She was in a pool with, like, her little brother. And, like, her little brother was, like, trying to do some weird shit. Oh, oh, And, like, oh, it bit his, yeah. like, his finger got bit. And he was like, what the heck? Yeah. So she's still kind of, like, a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. it was so definitely like, It's, like, um, un- like, unwanted contact and stuff like that. And, like, that's, like, kind of what happens. I don't think you... Ever, you never figure out, like, why she ends up growing teeth down there. But you learn that kind of like her brother was like uh, like assaulting her and all that yeah. stuff or like trying to at least and like her older brother or something and you know it's like disgusting and um I'm sad that like I still can like see it in my mind but basically she like goes and I think he like assaulted then also one of her friends or something and so then she goes and seduces him oh, and shit. chomps off you know his pain and takes it and then throws it to the dog. And the dog eats it. Right that in front of him. Hostel too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hostel's good. Yeah. So I'm gonna rail off some some ones in my head that I think yeah. are bangers, and I'm gonna yeah. go from like newish to oldish. Like, I think Get Out. Get Out was, was good. great. Fantastic. Midsummer, mm-hmm. Vich, all those movies, top quality. Um, Terrorizer. Oh, the Terrifier. I, or, yeah, excuse me, the Terrifier. Mm-hmm. I think I for love that one. I think that is the best new age. Like, I don't know what you call those horror movies where it's like a specific bad guy. Yeah. Like a how like a Michael Myers, a Chainsaw, like a tech. Like he's the yeah. best new age version of that type of horror movie. Have you seen All Hallows Eve, which is the prequel yes, to that? Yes, I finally watched it. Fucking great. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's interesting how they went off of that. Yes. Right? I I and I'm excited for the second one. No, same. It's gonna be so good. I, I thought think, they had to push it back, but I think that was one of the best new ones yeah i have to give a shout out to creep one and two i i love listen you watch creep and it's funny but then you watch creep and think about it that movie is fucking creepy it's it's so terrifying and like the thing like you think it's jokey because he's doing like joking shit and then you're just like oh he's a weird guy yeah you're like oh it's harmless like he's just trying to like he's just a little weird trying to make some friends yeah it's fucked up (laughs) Creep 1 and 2, though. Shout out to that. Shouts out. Those are some good ones. Yeah. Especially because um, the second was just as good as the first. Yes. Going into, like, older ones, I love The Conjuring. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that whole series, I think. I think it's gotten a little stretched, but... Yeah. 
get them give them dollars yeah um loved the saw franchise up until a certain point the new one was decent and this new film that's coming out that's like in the same world looks good oh yeah i can't remember time something i don't know um because it was jigsaw and then it's this new one right yeah yeah i liked jigsaw because i kind of like everyone i kind of got bored of like the saw franchise i'm like okay cool like blood guts gore all right we get it guys um hostel is on my list of just like those first two yeah. movies made me not ever want to go to Europe. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> I will, but I I won't be going to a hostel. Cause that the first one is the exact opposite of what typically happens. Where like, you know, I mean it's the male fantasy, right? You go over to Europe, yeah. you're hanging out in these hostels, these hot European chicks come and hang out. Mm-hmm. And then they drug you drug you and sell you into the fucking, you know, dark web society. Yeah, yeah. Which is Jesus oh, I thought you were going over to the window to fart. That's literally what I, I thought. I did you were too. Doing. I was like, man, that's a fucking hour move. <laughs> She's like one second that's I'll a be back. Homie move. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like Respect. <laughs> Respect. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> she farting away from the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if you'd like pointed at the mic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you just yeah. got up to do it and be like, oh. New version queef. New version queef. Working <laughs> council. Oh, no, no. To do like a speed run of old classic, like 80s horror I really like. I like Slumber Party. Massacre 2. Massacre 2. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great one. Yeah. Night of the Demons. I keep thinking about, I was actually going to say when you were like, oh, favorite kill. I was like, one thing that like oh. makes me like, you know, sticks with me. It's not a kill, but it's specifically in a moment where I think she's, is it lipstick? It's lipstick. It's yeah. like, she's like putting on lipstick, and then she closes the lipstick, and then she like literally inserts it into her nipple. Hell yeah! And like yeah. puts it through her body, oh. and it's like as you do. It goes back to like you know with her day. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hellraiser's on my top list. Oh, Hellraiser's Hellraiser's good. That really first good. Hellraiser is a movie that I watched way too young, and that fucked me up too. Mm. That was a really good one. Hellraiser. Um, I didn't play. The oh, puzzles. Candyman. Candyman's Candy great. Man. I hope the remake is good. I'm so excited for the remake. I forget that like it was supposed to come out, but it has yet to come out. It makes me so fucking mad because I'm yeah. so fucking excited for it. Yeah. Literally before they announced like that that uh, Jordan Peele was going to be doing that as a remake, that was like my dream remake. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, wow, if I could choose like a like a modern director to remake any like one of my favorite old movies, it would be Candyman, and Jordan Peele would direct that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be perfect. Yeah. I'm really excited. I really liked. Um, what was the second Jordan Peele movie he did? Us. 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 Yeah. Us is a really good one. I liked like Us's twist a lot. That yeah. one was really good. I didn't see it coming, and that's no. what I really like about it. Honestly, that one spooked me more than Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. Get Out, well, mostly because I feel like Get Out doesn't really affect us as much as because we're yeah. white people. Yeah. And so it. We're I, safe. I, thought, I personally thought Get Out was a better movie. Yeah. But yeah. I think Us was more. Actually. Like, like I think horror, Us was, like, like, thrilling. Yeah. It was more of a thriller horror. It had, like, more gore in it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Get Out was more of, like, I felt like a psychological thriller, almost. Because oh, the yeah. thing is, it's like, is he going crazy, or is it very crazy? Like, what's actually happening? And, like, you kind of knew something was not right. Yeah. But, like, you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of, like, whenever I think of that, I also think of, like, the movie that I was telling you about how it's, like, this lady who's married to a man who's, like, 
30 years older than her. Yeah. So, like, so he's, like, 80, and she's 50, and she moves yeah. in with him to, like, a nursing oh, yeah. home, like, community yeah. and stuff. And, like, there's all these old people, like, super healthy and, like, playing tennis. And she's like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And then, like, she's wondering why they're all so healthy, and it's because they ha- they hire people as staff, but they actually hire them, and then they pay them off, so when they get, like, people who match them, that they swap their organs. And then they, like, set them up for life, and then they, like, send them on their way. Oh, because it's just a bunch of rich people, like, paying for these young people's organs. I mean, that's... It's probably what goes on. I would be surprised. Oh, what, yeah. that, what was that yeah. fucker who just barely died who was way older than the... Rothschild. No, oh. well, I, I don't remember that. No, the, the one of the Rothschilds guy who was like oh. way old, and they were like thirties where he was fucking having. Because I mean, they're worth more money than America. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were theories of him getting like weird transplants to try and stay alive, and she was like a hundred plus, and That's so weird. he was like he like apparently died like five times or something. I don't know. I don't know. Conspiracy <laughs> rabble, guys. I f- I I fully support Midsummer's. What's your seventy? Yeah, just, just, no, we out of here. We out of here. No more. We out. Uh-uh. Now, I've always this. I think I know why I like horror movies so much. Mm-hmm. Is the same reason why I just like why my movie tastes the way it is. If I can predict a movie, I'm immediately out. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't necessarily get hyped for like superhero movies or mm-hmm. action movies or anything like that because. Nine times out of ten, you can kind of see what's going to happen. The good guy's always going to win. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I will say, like, the Avengers last movie, I was like, wow, they did that. This was probably one of the best movies ever made. But Avengers, when Avengers 2 came out, there was a point where the superhero movies sucked because they're all basically the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, um, Ant-Man and then Thor Ragnarok 3 really changed the... Yeah. Change the game. Change the game. And also, like, Deadpool. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think that started the change in superhero movies. Because I remember... Like they don't have to win. Yeah, because I remember when the first Iron Man came out. I saw that one in theaters. I've been an OG superhero fan from the beginning. Yeah. But... OG. Oh, but I do know... I do remember a point of time where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see the new whatever was coming out. And everyone was like, why? And I was like, shut up. I still like them. Even though they're shit. Yes. I like them. still like them. That's like, I'm like, I'm a big... Marvel fans still so like they're fun. Yeah, they're awesome. And like I really liked even though like it breaks my heart to think about it, uh which Spider Man uh one where Andrew Garfield? Yeah, where uh Oh the uh, second one where it was the Gwen Stacy Yeah when Gwen dies. That literally because it like that kinda has like the whole like he doesn't get everything. Right. And also that actually happens in the comics. Yeah. So I geeked out so hard when I knew when I saw that happen. I was just like, I remember that episode. Yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah. issue. I bought that issue just so I could read that, <laughs> that, that part. Because I love because oh. I, I agree. I love mm-hmm. when like superheroes have to go through something fucking shitty. Like Iron Man dying. Like it yeah. obviously like they needed to kill off some people, but like <laughs> too many of y'all are alive. <laughs> and then so then they go start the new Avengers. That's why yeah. they're that's what the build up is now. It's for the new Avengers. Right. But I like that. I liked when Gwen Stacy mm. died because it, it, it brought in like a a zero like um cause there was like a Superman comic where Superman kills Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. Cause he caught her too fast and she just fucking just cut herself in three places basically yeah. i think the reason why i didn't why i'm not super hyped on movies like that because i feel like for a while and i don't know a better way to put it is like they weren't doing anything ballsy yeah and what i mean by that is like having yeah. deaths like that having these big impacts like 
it was always the same shit. And then finally the Avengers, the latest Avengers movie, like there's a lot of death. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is okay. good. And that's why I, I typically, when I like sit down for movies, either I'm watching something that is like super pivotal movie, like No Country for Old Men. Yeah. One of my uh, favorites where you can't predict anything in that movie. You're just kind of like, what? You're just God. here what? for the road. Like you're going to. You're gonna watch and see what happens. Like his other book of the movie, The Road. Yeah. The road is wild. But that's why I like horror is because you can't really predict a lot of it unless it's like your basic horror movie where it's like we're A, we're gonna get to D, and that's gonna be by us running around a camp and hopefully but they're fun. Yeah, because yeah. like you don't know whether or not they are going to live. But who's going to live? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't know who's going to live, or they could all live. Yeah. But you just don't know, and that's yeah. what I like about it too. Is that like, let's see if they're let's actually going to keep the main character. Yeah. If they're going to keep the the final girl. Yeah, my yeah. favorite camp movie, which is not necessarily a camp movie in the long run, is the the one where they realize that they're in a fucking they're being watched. Oh. I, I just watched it like. Oh, Cabin in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods. I thought that was one of the best horror movies ever made because it makes every other camp movie make perfect sense. They had to do it to sacrifice to the gods. Otherwise, the gods will come and destroy the planet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I love the the idea of a final girl. Yeah, like uh, Ready or Not. Ready or Not. Love that one. I forgot about that movie. That movie's so so good. good. So you know what was another really good movie that was like kind of because the person that did Ready or Not is doing the fifth scream. That's why I'm okay oh, with them doing yeah. the fifth scream is because it's by the person who did Ready or Not. I really liked. Um, do you remember The Hunt? Yes, The yeah. Hunt is a really good one. I think it's on Hulu. I'd recommend it. It's more of like it's not quite horror per se. It's more yeah. of like action thriller. Yeah, it's like one of those survival one, sort of things. But that one's a really good Hi. one. I can't read that. Who is that? Firefox Blue. Oh, what's up? What's up, Blue Firefox? It's hard to read the blue, but yeah, what's up? But the hunt was really good because it yeah. gave me the same aesthetic of Ready or Not. Ready or not I don't know yeah. if it's by the same person. I didn't really do enough research on that part. But it's very similar, kind of like underestimate the girl, and then all of a sudden they're secretly badass. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, wow. The hunt was 10 out of 10, one of the best, I think, best movies. Because the thing is, it's like, I don't mind a little bit of politicalness in movies. I know that's why a lot of horror recently has been getting slack. Like, um, the new Black Christmas is getting a lot of slack because yeah. it brings up the fact of, like, uh, frat boys assaulting girls most of the time. Yeah. That's not always the case. I'm not saying frat boys leads to yeah. assault, but I'm just saying there's a lot of statistics that says it does. So I'm just saying they made a movie to kind of highlight that. And um, Hunt, I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but it does bring up like a little bit of a political aspect yeah. that I thought was pretty genius. Yeah. But I've also noticed that on a lot of like TV shows like um, Falcon and ha- uh, the Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, that new I Disney Flash stuff. I haven't watched that yet. I won't, yeah. I won't tell you what happens in it, but there is a scene where um, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon who's obviously like a black man, they're like arguing. They kiss? Oh. I wish. <laughs> no. I was really excited. No, but they're arguing. But I've noticed that a lot in TV shows is they're bringing up like issues with the, like things because like, oh, I was yeah. I was surprised like Marvel did. I was like, that's pretty ballsy. Like good for them because that, that's a good audience to target it. It's because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier were arguing in the street and these cops come and they're like literally pulling like the Falcon and be like, you need to calm down, you need to calm down, you need to calm down. And the Winter Soldier's like, 
what are you talking about? And then they're like, oh, oh, we didn't realize you were the Falcon. And he's like, you shouldn't have, it shouldn't have mattered that I'm the Falcon. Why are you treating me like this? I'm having an argument with my friend. Mind your business. Why are you getting Mind mad at me? Get mad at him. He has a metal arm. <laughs> he's got a metal arm. <laughs> I but- think it is strange that people, you know, because there was a point in time where I was like, man, I want my sports and I want my movies to be not have like statements but then i realized like the only way that we're going to change like society in a positive manner is put it in places where people watch entertainment oh yeah like you know if your athletes are talking about things or your movies are talking about things and you can connect to the athlete or the movie or the artist or whatever it is like that's the only way that like real change is going to happen and, and I, I think it is important that's why i really like I, I was really proud of marvel for doing it because yeah. it because the thing is he's the falcon he's an avenger yeah. and yet he's still getting the same shit that any other african-american in the united states gets yeah and that's the thing is then as soon as they find out he was who he was they backed off they're kind of like oh sorry man i think but, the one thing yeah. that bothers me is when companies or brands do it to be trendy Agreed. I was just talking about this with a, a friend of mine where we were talking about how they weren't a fan of kind of like Wonder Woman or like, you know, Captain Marvel sort of things. And I was kind of like, they're like, oh, is that like sexist of me? And then I was like, uh, well, it, first of all, it depends on like why you didn't like it. But yeah. also like it kind of got into the whole aspect of them using it as like, um, oh, crap, what's the word? Uh performative activism in a sense rather than and like kind of like promoting it just as like a social cause rather than just making it the movie mm-hmm. and yeah. just kind of promoting it as that movie where like of course that's the thing that's brought up but if they keep promoting it specifically as that sort of issue it kind of loses its luster yeah, yeah. like the it always brings me back to that vine that's like oh all female ghost adventurers, the feminists are taking over. Uh, I'm an adult virgin. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I think of it as. Because yeah. the thing is with Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, they're just superheroes. Why does it have to be like a feminist thing? Yeah. Like I get why maybe yeah. like maybe that one scene in like um the latest Avengers Endgame. Where they all show up at this. Where it's all the women kind of get together. Like I think that was a really powerful statement and a move. Yeah. And I know why people probably didn't like it, but also at the same time I'm like but they are also low key, kind of like the strongest people there. Like Captain yeah, Marvel I, is I, the literally strongest, the strongest one. I had yeah. that conversation with someone who was like really bent out, like bent, whatever the analogy is. They were really bothered by that scene. You look so cute. Thank you, Mr. Best Man. Interesting. Oh, 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 we just drank our cool and interesting juice. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> Make um, me sociable. Eat our veggies. Because, like, I look at it this way, right? We don't live in a time now where, like, superheroes, movies, or comics are primarily a man thing. It used to be. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's so mainstream and it's so popular, there's a huge audience of women who watch the Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best things for, in movies in general, especially, like, fantasy, superhero, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, anything like that, is when you see all the characters that you like... Like, in the same scene, you just, like, I'm getting the chills thinking about because you're just like, man, it's the fucking time to see it. Like, I thought that scene was fucking rad because it's, like, yeah. it is showing, yeah. like, all the badass characters that everyone likes in one setting. Why be bothered by it? 
that's yeah, exactly. It's, it's a fucking movie. Sit back and watch. Like enjoy it. The the whole argument was like, well, what's the reality of them all like being in the same spot? And I'm like, what's the reality of Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, and all them being in the same spot in a battle? Yeah. Very yeah. unlikely, but we had a hundred scenes of that. Yeah, because like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, the new Thor is the leader of the the woman. Oh, tribe. the Valkyries. The Valkyries. Yeah. Like she, she's technically going to be the new Thor because Thor's stepping down just to join Guardians of the Galaxy. He's Which still is Thor. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. But he's not like he's Thor, but she's the leader of their people now. Yeah, he's like. I was like, take it on over. She's Did like, you see okay. the little, I think this, I haven't watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, but yeah. I saw a clip, and I think it's from that, or it's from the WandaVision, I'm not sure, where someone's talking to a guy at like a game store, and he says his name's Noob Slayer 69 or something yeah. like that. And then it, then it pans back, like, I saw it on TikTok, and someone pans back to Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and like when they're, where he's fat and he's playing the video games. And they're talking about some guy talking shit who's Noob Slayer 69. So they yeah. gave a face to that guy. I'm like, small little details. Chef kiss, chef kiss. Thoughts on horror noir? Horror noir kind of like... Elaborate. I'm yeah, elaborate sure. on horror noir. Like, because whenever I think of noir, I think of kind of like black and white. Uh, yeah. Sort of that. Oh, speaking of which, you want to know what movie that I'm like kind of confused by myself why I've seen it actually more I've seen it probably about four times now. What? Um, Antichrist. Oh, really? Yeah. That's an interesting one to watch multiple occasions. Right? That's a mostly a lot a, of, that's a lot of people's one and done. Yeah. Like people will like watch it once and be like, I can't wanna watch that again. It's the one with the famous um Willem Dafoe's dick double. Yeah, yeah. You know? And all of that. Oh, I think he's talking about the shutter um a history of black horror. Yeah, that's what oh. they're saying. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't. No, I, haven't. I love Shutter. I for being a horror movie streaming service, they don't have a lot of horror movies. To be honest, that I haven't seen. Yeah, that's my only issue with it. Is that I can't was. justify actually buying it. The only thing I do like about Shutter is if you have the app, they stream movies. So like the movies you can watch willy nilly all you want, but they stream it at a certain time. <laughs> so like <laughs> it's kind of like watching TV, but it's like on an app so it kind yeah. of it gives you that nostalgia of like oh i gotta tune in this time so i can like watch it at the same like when it's streaming even though i can watch it willy-nilly when i want yeah it's kind of like the fun like or like sometimes i'll pull it up and just like hop into whatever's playing and i'm like oh, oh, yeah, I and i'll just finish it i don't know because like the thing is it's like the only thing i miss about tv is the willingness of like what's on that's just what i'm gonna watch yeah but i fucking hate commercials and i refuse to watch anything with commercials <laughs> I don't have time. They're wasting my time. Don't waste my time. I like Shudder because it has basically all of the Rob Zombie movies. Mm. I like that because I can't really find them all in the same place. But they have. I mean, he has like Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell, all that stuff. R.I.P. to uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, the one in uh, Devil's. Well, he's in like all of them. Yeah. Uh, crap. What's his name? Clown. Yeah. R.I.P. Though. Love you. Yeah. Love you, BB. Like him and his wife, Rob Zombie's wife, in all of his movies. Which I think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, because oh, he's basically like, "Hey, check out how hot my wife is." That's a documentary we should all watch. Uh, I'll see cutting pieces a documentary on slashers with interviews from people like Wes Craven and Toby, Toby Hooper and John Carpenter. That would be a fucking good one. Yeah. I mean, those are like the those are like the big bangers of uh yeah of the fucking slasher community. Yeah, for real. Now, one of, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please. Oh, one of my favorite um. 
What is it when it's like a, not a documentary, but the documentary? Mockumentary? Mockumentary. One of my favorite mockumentaries is the um, Nine of... Now I'm at an Elm Street mockumentary because it's a super long one, but it's really good because it's actually talking about Nightmare on Elm Street and all of that things, but low-key, high-key, Freddy Krueger's alive, and he's coming into the documentary. And it oh, just, that's um, cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing just because it was like a little bit boring, but like also it was fucking long, but I loved the subtle little, little like love that it gave him that he was like, in it mm-hmm. still, and that's why I'm really sad that Robert England won't ever do another one, another Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he's done officially. He's... But I get it. I yeah, there's been it's... yeah. Because that's the thing is like the first nightmare, first and second nightmare on Elm Street, I think are quality. Yeah, I think the third one was pretty good too. I don't remember the third one. When did he turn into a worm? When did that he fourth? Turn into a I think it was fourth worm. or fifth. Yeah, fourth or fifth. I just yeah. Freddy versus Jason was a banger. Yeah, it was a banger. Oh, yeah. It was a banger. That's a banger. I love that. Um, movie. I didn't mind the one that they did with uh, the guy who plays Warshack in Watchmen. It was probably like two thousand eight, nine. That that one was decent. Um, but I just, I just think there's a point in time where like people do these movies for money. Yeah. And they don't yeah. do them justice. Like, how many how many um, Friday the Thirteenth movies do we have to get before we realize like it's we're done with the like, series? Like, come on, come on. Like, um, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed in Halloween because basically they have the first six eight movies and then they remade Halloween. But it's basically yeah. a part two of the original, which I really like. But I thought they should do the first two movies because the first one is obviously the story. And then the second one is her in the hospital. Yeah. And I feel like, because they took that one out. It's basically just based off the first one. But I feel like if they had that second movie where she's in the hospital being terrorized part two, would make it more sense as to why she went as crazy as she did. Yeah. But the thing is, they took it out. And so nothing's canon. Because technically, she shouldn't have a daughter. She should have a son. Because I think it's the sixth or the fifth one. That's so I I don't like it when they like keep going, keep continuing with this series, but then go, oh, actually that's not canon. Like I'm just yeah. kind of like stick to your guns, man. Cause Come um, on. yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. There's a fantastic documentary on Nightmare on Elm Street too, and the queer themes it's embedded with, and how it was rejected by a homophobic audience, and later reclaimed by queer people who people and horror fans reading into the subtext of a guy, of a gay kid dealing with hiding in the closet. Ah. I have read... Um, That's interesting. I, I have read that the second one did have a lot of, like, gay undertones, and that was, like, yeah. a really good one. Um, I really like the third Nightmare on Elm Street because it brought back Nancy from the first one, um. but it's about, like, these kids in an insane asylum, which brings you to... Freddy versus Jason because the one of the brothers had uh, one of the kids that like the like the you know like the two kids that were in the insane asylum the one that died um that wasn't the love interest his oh. brother was in that third movie and, oh. and he killed himself oh. and that's that's why I really like the yeah. see, that's why I'm like I can like the first three of those ones because the third one brings back Nancy and kind of wraps Kind of wraps it up, but doesn't really wrap it up. But kind of makes it like this, like, 
we're trying like they like it's like almost yeah. like a conspiracy. That's why I kind of also yeah, really like Freddy versus Jason because yeah. it's like a whole conspiracy movie yeah, yeah. trying to hide the fact of um, Freddy. Because if you don't think about him, he doesn't have any power, uh-huh. which I love that I kind of like thought process of like yeah. giving power to the monster kind like, of if attitude. If you think about it, if you think about it, he's real. But if you don't think about it, he's not real. Hmm. And that's why I really liked it. What I think I told you this. Do you want to know a cool Halloween? Because have you ever seen Halloween three? I, you know, you just read my mind. I was gonna say, can we talk about Halloween three? <laughs> well, because okay, so do you want to know the story behind Halloween three as to why they made it? Please. Okay, so Halloween three has no Michael Myers in it <laughs> right. at all. No Michael Myers. So you're like confused because you're like, what the fuck is this movie? Because first of all, weirdest fucking movie ever. It doesn't make it like the thing is, is you're like, what is up with all of these shamrocks? <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's like a whole different like it's a if you think about it also like in the sense of like. It's just its own separate movie. Yeah. That's what it was supposed to be. So basically, with Halloween, the first two did really good. So then they wanted to actually continue Halloween, but in a different aspect. So they wanted to do take away from Michael Meyer, but make Halloween stories. Yeah. So initially, the third one was supposed to be the start of the series of just Halloween stories that happened on Halloween night. So like horror movies that happened on Halloween night. But the third one did so fucking bad because people were mad that Michael Myers was in it. They just cut it. There's like fucking. I, I, I tr- and I'll have to go rewatch this. So take this for a grain of salt. I feel like Halloween three as a standalone movie is creepy as shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But compared to like, like Warren Michael Myers, because like the Shamrock was weird. It's like this weird like brainwashing advertisement thing uh-huh. to get yeah. these masks that are just gonna fucking murder you. Yeah. Yeah, then we're just gonna blow up your brain. Just gonna. I really like the Halloween 3. I think it's funny. No, and also, no, like, yeah, the theme I... song was pretty fucking... Isn't there, like, God. one shout-out to Michael Myers in it, though? There's, like, Is a he single on the TV? one. Yeah. I think they, like, they... I, They're playing it I think, Yeah, something. I think they play it because they gave, like, a, a, a nod to what is it, the thing in the first movie. Yeah. So I think they did kind of, like, the same concept where, like... That's what I love about horror movies is sometimes they'll play other horror movies to give, like, a homage to it. Yeah. But... Fearless uh, for showing kids dying. Yeah. 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 They didn't give a... They were like, yeah. later. But yeah. um, so that's what Halloween 3 was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be about Michael Myers. They didn't make an intent to continue Michael Myers. They yeah. wanted to make Halloween stories for Halloween Day. Yeah. But it did so bad because people were so fucking confused. <laughs> What's Which Halloween is it where uh, Buster Rhymes roundhouse kicks Michael Myers? <laughs> oh, that's one of the best scenes in a movie. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> honestly, iconic. Halloween 3 is my favorite. Also, corporation about a holiday removing the purpose of the holiday yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah no totally oh speaking this is kind of well this is kind of off the topic of halloween the movies mm-hmm. but trick-or-treat love that movie so much fantastic so fantastic i, I was love it bummed so much. that they did not make more of it right same yeah. yeah they could have gone so far because of the thing with like like the multiple different stories all yep. interlocking and then like the, you know the sam character trick or treat yeah, is like... one of those ones that is a true cult fan base yeah because yeah. like you talk to a lot of people and like i've never heard of trick or treat but then you find someone who does who knows it and like it's so fucking good you're like yeah like spare halloween i yeah. love how they yeah, like they picked up so the license because the thing is you can't find trick-or-treat um, uh, merchandise anywhere except for Spirit Halloween. I have to tell you guys something. Yes. And uh, chat, Bebert, everyone. Everybody. I have to come out. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. 
You've never seen Hocus Pocus? Not even on like ABC Family, nothing? No. Huh. What? Never seen Hocus Pocus. That's honestly like. And I know when we talk about horror, it's not necessarily horror, but it's Halloween horror. That's what I always think, because I think of horror and then I think of Halloween movies, like Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus. Um, I think of like Practical Magic as kind of like a Halloween, like witchy movie, but it's not horror, but it kind of is because it's witches. Yeah. It's not at all. It's fantasy, but like. It, but it's like it's ha- it's like Halloween. It gives me Halloween vibes. Yeah. Like I always start oh. October off with, or like not even October, but like September with Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Which the second there's there's a book. I'm like halfway through it. I need to finish it. I'm so bad at finishing books. I really like it because it's this <laughs> mom story. So it's the story of the mom. What? Yeah. So they're so the Hocus Pocus or not Hocus Pocus. Sorry, Practical Magic was written as a book, and they came out with um. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a prequel, basically, to po- uh, Practical Magic, where it's the mom story. Because yeah. you know how they kind of touched on it just a little bit, and how she died of sadness, essentially, and that's what happened to her? Yeah. Um, they talk about what happened to her and what her story was like huh. for then. Interesting. And, like, and then it goes in more into like the ants and like what their story is, too. So it's like a prequel to Practical Magic of like the... Anderson sister. No, it's an Anderson sister. Sanderson sisters. And yeah, Sanderson sisters. So we got some recommendations for found footage. I've seen Troll Hunter, Ooh. and then Borderlands and Man Bites Dog. I have not heard of Man Bites Dog at all. Cool. I either. Cool. I do think since we're talking about horror, and I, I have a couple subject changes that I want to get to soon, oh. but. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to give a shout out to Stephen King and all the movies. Shout yes. out. Even though he hated The Shining as a movie. I think The Shining as a horror film is top quality. It's okay. Me and Stephen King are on the same boat. She does not like it's The Shining. Fine. I, I like. I like it. That was kind of one of the first like older sort of scary movies. If Jack Nicholson was not acting in that, and if you have not read the book, yeah, it would been one that. of the best movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Horror but, movies. Oh, of course. When you read the book and then you watch it, then it's yeah. kind of like, I get oh, it. bummer. Yeah. The thing is, I like The Shining. I just didn't love The Shining because the thing is, everyone jerked it off so much that I was like, I just don't get it. And then I read the book, and I was like, I actually oh, developed I a better appreciation it. for the movie because I read the book, because I fucking understood what was happening. Yeah. Still not as good, but I, I, that's one that I will say in the horror community that is not a, that is a hot fucking take. Shining Perfect. Shining over rating. Because that's what I wanted to get into, is what are people's hot takes in the horror movies Yeah. that aren't, another great animal type movie is Roar, or White Dog, but White Dog would be what I recommend because of the racial subtext. Okay, I like it. What are some of your guys' hot takes for horror films that you just think aren't great? I'll go first. I said The Babadook, and I'll tell you why. I think The Babadook is a good movie when you look at the big, like the grand scheme of what The Babadook represents. Yeah. For me, it was 100%. They advertised that movie I went in thinking that Babadook was going to be this scary horror flick with this creepy creature, and I got a lady dealing with trauma, and she represented that trauma got represented as a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that is not a good way to go at horror fans. Yeah, no. I I agree because I didn't like the Babadook either. I mean, I like I was like I was all right. I feel like I needed to watch it again. That's why I never really made a full opinion on it because I watched it the first time and I was just like. The fuck did I just watch? And I then I kind of spooked by it. 
I don't know. It was it was creepy. I just didn't I didn't love it. I just I didn't really was that scared by it. I was just kind of like, okay. I don't know. I got my own traumas. I was just like, I don't need to listen to this. <laughs> I got my own traumas. I don't need this. I feel like it would have been ten times better. This is technically well. I mean, I feel like everybody agrees with this. It would have been ten times better if the kid was not in it. That kid annoyed the fuck out of me. I wanted to clock him so hard. I think that was the whole (laughs) point, though, right? Is like the kid, like, kind of like would drive her nuts, but also remind her of her dead husband. So she was just like, like, because I think the whole point was like, if the Babadook got her, she was gonna kill herself and the kid. And the kid, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna read something real quick. That's a good take, though. The A24 part. I'm trying to think of other hot takes that. Yeah. I, I I don't like a lot of the stereotypical like creepy clown, creepy nun movies. Yeah, I uh, that I wasn't a big fan of the nun. I didn't really. Like I don't. The nun. Which one was that? That was the one that recently came out was that in the world of the conjuring yeah in the conjuring world it's like the most recent one i feel like they they spread that too thin you know i feel like they had too too many i liked when they highlighted more on kind of the elaine and uh the the their their family yeah or yeah the the ghost hunting yeah the warmoses yeah i really liked that because then they're like it's actually like those are actual real people yeah i was kind of like oh that's cool that's awesome but I didn't like how they kind of like expanded just on every single little ghost that was set in. That's the problem with horror, though, kind of in general, is like it, it can be super cheap to make a horror film. And there's diehard horror fans who will go see anything that's horror. Mm-hmm. So like you still could turn a profit. But it's a bummer because like you get a lot of movies that are just, you know, spit shine copies of the same thing over yeah. and over again. That's why I like some of these new directors who are coming out with films that are completely out of the box. Yeah. That, oh, speaking of low-budget movies that I will I will ride this train until I die. Um, one movie that I've been trying to force Holly to watch. I've been trying to force people to watch it with me, but nobody will watch it with me. Sounds familiar. Um, it's almost like I've been telling you guys to watch a movie for like a year now. Well, um, uh, <laughs> well, um. <laughs> what's in the fucking box? What's in the fucking box? You can know what's, what's in, this in this box. What's in the box? What's in the box? I gotta know what's in the box. Yeah. Do you not know what it is? I don't know what it is. Oh, I already know the spoiler. That's why it's hard for me to watch. Oh, yeah, I'm telling I you. I, I don't even know the spoiler. Yeah. The oh, movie's, the trailer. The movie's so good even knowing what's in the box. You, well, then we should watch we should it watch then. It. Because if you don't know it, yeah, then I you're going to no love idea. it. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. You should probably watch it. Yeah, I should probably watch it. I'm dying to know your guys' opinion. I watched the first 30 minutes. It's honestly... And it makes it even more creepy because now yeah. we know what's his butt was a pedo. Oh. Who? Wait, who? What the, actor? I don't know. The fucking... I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The dude who was in the Netflix series the, that was all about politics. Oh, uh... Har- no. Uh, what's his name? The one that was also in Horrible Bosses. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Now that we know Kevin Spacey's a fucking... Pedo... My other not take would be that horror movie fans are either the richest or meanest people you ever meet. Or nicest, the nicest or, or the meanest. meanest people. They gatekeep hard or they're open the floodgates. I agree. We were literally yeah. talking about that at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. We're yeah. definitely, we do not like gatekeepers. Do you want my jacket? 
Oh, close the, close the window. Close the window. Close the window. You're good. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you're looking chilly, my guy. I, I, I am just small, and I don't have any meat on my bones. I opened that before you guys got here because it was a little stuffy. Oh. So I just wanted it to be a little stuffy. A little in here. airflow. In a little here. stuffy. Oh, but the movie that I will, I will die on this hill. I recently, and by recently, I mean literally yesterday, I watched the next <laughs> movie, and there's like a whole series. And the, the thing is, is, is it's one of those movies that like it's so bad that it's good. Love it. Those are my favorite. Um, and the first movie that I was in, and also the best one out of them so far, what I've seen, um, and it's the one that I recommend. Everybody had a budget of four hundred dollars. Oh, let's fucking go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's called Bad Ben. Okay. And it's about just this guy. It literally has one guy in it, and also he's the director as well. So he directs it, and then he also is like the main character in this movie. And uh, he basically buys his house off of a police auction, and then, <laughs> and then he's like flipping. He wants to flip the house, and he wants to do like a little YouTube channel. And so he's like recording himself, but he's also like this like middle aged man where he doesn't know much about technology. And this was yeah. made like 2010 or something like that. And so, like, he doesn't know much about technology, and he goes in to flip this house, and, like, weird things happen, but it's just him, and he has, like, he sees that there's a bunch of cameras around the house, and he's like, oh, that's weird. And so he calls, like, the security people, and he's like, hey, can I, like, just turn on these cameras? Because he thought that somebody broke into his house and, like, rearranged the furniture and all that stuff. And so he's like, I want to catch these kids who are doing this, who are, like, messing with me. And you just see everything just, like, move on its own and all this stuff, and then him just get pissed off. And like realize that it's like a ghost, but then be like, I bought this. This is my house. Um, you leave. And kind of like goes face to face with the and it's it's this whole thing. There's like also a whole like cult fan base, apparently. Mm. And the most recent movie that he came out with yeah. um is called Bad Ben Pandemic. And it's basically which I realize this kind of like leads into it with the one that I watched previously is because at the end like something happens to him at the end and i think people assume that he dies or something like that i don't know what exactly happens but uh the next movie that i watched was these people like paranormal investigators going to the same house and being like oh this is where like you know bad ben is and like this is where uh his name was like tom something and they're like you know where this happened to tom and then tom ends up showing up something like that and then he helps them out like the thing is they don't force him they don't force him to be in this house but it like it keeps like attacking him and everything and he's like you guys are assholes for making me be here and they're like we didn't make you be here and he's like screw you guys wow and then afterwards he's like maybe i'll be a paranormal investigator and they're like you'll be really good like it's like anybody but him Mm. i'm like god you suck i hate you but when he talks i'm like i love you so you're fantastic after this podcast Please mm-hmm. remind me, because yeah. we talked about doing a low-budget film. Yes. I have what I think could potentially be a really good idea for it, yes. and I'll run it past you guys, okay. and I think it actually, low-budget might be really, really creepy. I'm, so, I'm about it. So about it. We'll, we'll talk about that after, because I've been writing a lot uh-huh. of different things, and I came up with an idea that I haven't seen, but I think will be... It could be really good. So, what I wanted to get into on a different subject, away from movies, mm-hmm. is the new generation of horror that comes from Reddit, 4chan, creepypasta. Yeah. Because oh. we really have 
a whole entire community that is involved in that. And we have now characters that are ginormous. You know, like Joe and Jane the Killer. Yeah. Slenderman, the Rake. Yeah. Skinwalkers are popular. You know, like all these, this whole entire horror community that has like sprouted up from stories. Like, I mean, Slenderman was a game that Mm -hmm. turned into creepypastas, that turned into literal murder. Like, people literally murdered people in the name of Slenderman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just. I don't know what you guys are involved with as far as like that type of Canadian. I'm, I've listened to a lot of creepypastas over the years, and I do have to say that, and I guess this is a hot take in itself. It, in my eyes, personally, they're the best horror to intake. I I used to like I haven't read a lot of creepypastas recently, but especially when I was first starting to get into horror. It was, like, that's kind of the thing that started to get me into watching horror movies and doing all that, was reading creepypastas and really getting into that. And I still love reading them just in general, because it it just, you know, just reading it. Some of them are so well written, too, that you're like, oh my god! Or there's a lot of creepypasta games. Yes. You know? And then also, like, have you heard of, like, the, the room, the mind room game? Have you heard of that? Yeah. And then also, like, what is it, the elevator game as well? That Those are things that, like, I, you read about, and then it's like, you want to try it. But then you're like, Ugh. You're like, oh, my God. I have a friend who actually has done, like, the mind-walking game. She, like, is, like, a guide. Like, she's done it for multiple people. She's done really? multiple people through it. Yeah. Can you get her in contact with me? Oh, 100%. Can we do that as, like, a fucking one-off thing? Yeah, she'd probably be super down. I mean, it's a lot of, like, you probably wouldn't be, well, because you're, like, meditating and everything, and she just, like, walks you through the whole entire process and everything. Mm-hmm. But apparently some people come across some really weird shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, documentary on the murder was Beware the Slenderman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and this for me, this kind of goes into gaming as well, because I do a lot of horror gaming. Yeah. yeah. And it, a lot of elements have been taken from creepypasta. But then you have, like, these subcultures that have sprouted up of stuff that people are now actually scared of in real life like animatronics is it something that a lot of people are really afraid of and it's almost like it's sprouted from uh five nights at freddy's yeah yeah which at its core you think of that game and you're like it's kind of okay it's a jump scare game yeah but then you think of animatronics and you see them and you're like they're kind of fucking creepy yeah 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 what were we watching were we watching what was wasn't that movie that, oh, no, we watched that little clip. Remember that? that? Clip. We watched a little clip that I think was on Shudder. Uh, yeah. That was like, it was something like, it was just like the hug. That's what it was That's what it was called, yeah. And it was like an animatronic, and it ended up like eating a kid or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, it was like, they were like, uh, it was his birthday, and he was like, dance for me, puppets. Puppetons! And then the guy was like, no, 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 it's... They need to go Inside. eat too. Feet like they need to rest. Yeah. And then the kid woke it up, and then it just ate the kid. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, the guy's like, oh, bummer. Dang bummer. It. I can't believe that happened. It's like, look at that. Is oh. animatronics are terrifying, but I know that I always have had a fear of them, even before I would like like Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff like that, because like when I dream. Not recently, actually, but, like, especially when I was younger, when I was really, really active in, like, 
reading and like very imaginative things i had like almost kind of like this little dream like area that i would go to multiple occasions almost every single night and there was always this one reoccurring dream part that i would have where i would kind of walk through this hallway and it was like an abandoned kind of museum and it had like animatronics in the museum and i would be with some friends and we would kind of like walk through the pathway and it would just kind of be dark and there would be like the animatronics and then eventually my friends would like kind of like wander off and then i would keep walking and it would just be like these animatronics there and it, i was always so terrifying animatronics are just a because like at its core if you think of like what you could program something to do mm-hmm. yeah in theory you well i mean you can't we're not at the point yet where we could give it its own power to like its own thought process yeah but if you wanted to create something with the intention to kill if everything lined up perfectly it could happen yeah you know if you were like at a chuck e cheese knockoff and like if someone gets too close maybe the animatronic like swings a fist at it like you could program that yeah yeah um i don't know the other crazy thing too that's getting really popular and has been for several years but it's getting more attention is uh arvs so alternative reality ARGs. Yeah. Um, And what it is, it's like really popular on YouTube where these YouTube channels will sprout up. And I watched a phenomenal one that blew my fucking mind. So your channel is based off of like, it's it's real, but it's fake. And the one that I watched was this girl who started off, and you don't know this is what the channel is, but it started off as just regular vlogs. And it's like, it was her like, vlogging her life and vlogging just things that were going on and then there was like one vlog that she posted and this was over like a six month period mm-hmm. yeah. where like she made a subtle hint about like a guy who like seems to always be like in her apartment's parking lot and then like other vlogs happen and like you'll catch glimpses of that car but she doesn't like acknowledge it and then it turned out being like one night her and her friend are hanging out and they're like vlogging together, like streaming or something like that. And like these lights flash into her apartment. Like the car's like out there, like in front of it. And then it turns into, they both get fucking kidnapped and then one of them gets murdered. What? And honestly, like if they didn't come out and say that it was this ARG, there was people who thought it was real. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I watched it through someone explaining it. So I knew that it was fake. If I was watching him, I would have 100% thought that that guy, because like the ending videos are of him, because he kidnapped him, taking their phone mm-hmm. and recording a vlog of them being fucking captured and her killing one, oh or him God. killing one. It's like shit like that is just Ooh. super popular now. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like, um, I remember in high school, I think it was high school, you remember Meat Sleep? That sounds so fucking familiar. Mm-hmm. Meat Sleep? Um, it was this YouTube channel that, yeah, Yeah. that, like, I, I don't know how I found it necessarily, but it was, like, these really obscure videos. Like, sometimes it was literally just, like, recording, like, this corner of, like, a wall, and you could hear, like, an ice cream truck in the background or something. And, like, just, like, very weird things. And then the most, the one that got the most, uh, publicity, I guess, was this one video where it's showing, like, this disgusting basement where it looks like that it's like an area where they would like keep somebody in a sense 
I don't know how to explain it, um, but like there's then like this audio where it's like I give you something, like I give you somewhere to sleep, I like I bathe you, I feed you, I get like all this stuff. But that's like one of the like longest yeah. videos, and then the other ones are like little clips of just kind of like like a park or something, or like just like different areas. And um, for the longest time, people were like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, and nobody could figure out what was happening, and then eventually it deleted. Like, it was completely gone. Mm. I remember because I showed my friend it one time, and she was like, that's the creepiest shit I've ever seen. The next time I hung out with her, she was like, hey, I was telling my friend about that who was with us. And she's like, pull it up. Let's watch it. And I pull it up, and it's gone. So, um, we had a couple questions. Thoughts on what's going on in Haiti? Um, please explain. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. I'm assuming you all remember the creepy video, Obi the Walrus? Obey the Walrus. Oh, Obey the Walrus. Um, that sounds familiar. Whenever I think about the walrus, I immediately think about the movie The Walrus. I think it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, movie. that movie was fucking wild. Um, so going off of what you said, I don't want to talk about this too much on this podcast for a lot of reasons. If you guys are more interested in this, um, I'm starting DaxCast back up. We did a whole segment on that. More news on that later. But there was a YouTube channel that got created... A while ago, while ago, and it was called World Corp something or the other. Oh. And uh, it was a weird like, it got attention like years after, mm-hmm. and now the video it's they don't have a YouTube channel, but they have a lot of, they're in a lot of other places, and some of the videos that they had posted on their YouTube channel originally were clips from really bad things, and also. Like they didn't show anything, but the bit like the longer video was from really bad things, and then they also were, had videos that were of uh, potential politicians doing things, and uh, it's a whole rabbit hole of things that I don't want this channel to be known for. Yeah. Um, but it's that's the other side of this is like there are these channels that. Are popping up that are trying to send messages about horrible things going on yeah and uh, they get taken down that's wild Haiti is dealing with uh, dictatorship going on because going on because the president refuses to vacate office oh. and he uses a death squad to kill protesters he's basically the US because he is backed by the US because the US mines there on that's crazy you see the same president that is has the death squad that goes and just kills people who are apparently drug users. Oh. I can't remember if that was in Haiti or if that's in uh, somewhere South America in this area. I do think, too, with horror, one thing that's definitely interesting is it does seem most horror fans also dabble in more of the um, darker side of things as well. Like, Oh, yeah. We're all into true crime. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Most horror fans are into true crime. Yeah, you know, people who are into horror typically are. There's usually an aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that. I, I hate generalizing, but like, typically people who are into horror also are into like, you know, tattoos, piercings. Like, there's almost a whole kind of like culture. The alternative sort yeah. Of vibe. Do you, yeah. Do you think it? Like on a deeper level, do you think that it's like? people who are into horror and all that other type of stuff is it because they just don't want to do like the norm or the norm doesn't interest them or is it to or is it just 
enjoying the movies? Because I've thought about this yeah. before where I'm like, am I into horror because I don't like normal shit? Or am I into horror because horror is good? Yeah, I, see, I the know. thing is, is I feel like there's a big community and stuff like that that a lot of horror fans like to be in. And then there's also, because I mean, the thing is, is, I was like, I like normal stuff, and then I also really like, I like a whole bunch of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But horror is like one of my bigger interests. But I, the thing is, I was like, I know that, like, I'm definitely interested in, like, you know, uh, why can't I think of the word? The thing that we were just talking about. True crime? True, well, other than true crime. The videos. Oh, the AR. Yeah, like the AR. The alternate reality game. Alternate reality, stuff like that. And those are something that, like, I'm really interested in. I know a lot of other people are interested in, especially if you watch horror movies. Yeah. And. Creepypasta. Like, yeah, it's, creepypasta. It's almost like a, if you, there's like a list of like, okay, these are all things that are in horror. Yeah. That are kind of that potentially most people would be involved in. It's like yeah. there's like a checklist of things. I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Straying away from the mundane, I guess that it's something yeah. that people like about that. I think like because there's like a statistic that like people who watch horror are more okay yeah. with death. Mm. But I also think it's like because um, if you think of like horror fans and like metal fans, they kind of look a lot similar. But like with metal fans, they actually find a statistic that people who listen to metal are actually the most common most nurturing yeah. and sweetest people same with people with horror i think it kind of brings into like this you see so much gruesomeness and you're just like so okay with it mm-hmm. and as i think of the same kind of with, like metal it's like you you listen to it and it amps you up but and it like, brings you a release yeah so i think that's what it is because a lot of people don't like horror because they don't like to be scared they don't like yeah. to think about things like that they don't like to be like reminded that that there's like that kind of thing in the world I think it's the same with like people who don't like metal. They don't like the the heaviness, the hard hitting, the squirrels, the screams. And I think that, but then like, but a ton of metalheads find it actually really calming and relaxing. Yeah. I think it just yeah. is kind of like your taste and your wiring. I think that's a genuine like what a lot of it is. Because like my dad doesn't hate horror, but he doesn't love horror. He's yeah. kind of indifferent when it comes to horror. Like he'll watch it because like um, when I started getting into horror, he watched all the classics with me. Just because he likes watching movies too, yeah. And but like he doesn't go out of his. He's not like obsessed with horror like how I am. But like I think it's just kind of like those kind of like those little things and like why they kind of like correlate. Kind of makes sense, in the sense of like it brings a kind of calm serenity that a lot of other people don't have. Yeah, yeah. That's like it makes me think of like because I mean my mom doesn't like any movies that have to do with anything dark mm. at all. Yeah. Like, that's a big reason why, like, because I was watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this part, and, like, like this part that came on, and she was like, oh, I hate this movie. Mm. And I was like, why? It's, like, probably one of the most beautiful Disney movies. Yeah. And she was like, ah, it's just too dark for me. It's just too dark. I, I think, too, it, part of it, I know Utah is tough because we're vastly different than a lot of other states, but... Mm-hmm. We do have a large community that doesn't involve themselves in things that are scary or yeah. dark or that are of or that are not the norm mm. and it does really bother them and I, I I and I don't personally understand it. I get like if you don't want to watch like movies that have sex or nudity, like that's one thing. Yeah. But to avoid, you know, things that are I don't know, different or scary or like yeah. 
you know, maybe more dark. It just seems like a, I don't know, why, why are you huh. fearful of it? No, it's the same thing. Like, I mean, I watch horror movies almost every other Thursday with my grandma. Yeah, I saw your Snapchat. Yeah, and um, the thing is, is like, we usually will avoid movies with like nudity or the F word because that's something she just doesn't like. Yeah. But she always wants to wear, wear, she always wants to like actually watch horror movies. Yeah. We just have to kind of be a little picky and choosy. Yeah. Because she just doesn't like the F word and then tits. Well, that's fair. Which is like, okay, yeah, you're, you're a grandma. Understandable. Yeah. That's cool, though, Grandma. Yeah, come on. That's fine. <laughs> uh, talking about movie people stereotypes, Disney adults are the worst. <laughs> I, yes. yeah. I oh, I oh, had the potential of being oh, a Disney adult. Oh, yeah, you did. And then I, I <laughs> haven't watched a Disney movie since on my own, really, honestly. I, I fuck with Disney, but I'm definitely not a... Uh, a it's not my whole life, for sure. Like, the thing is, I have a Disney, somewhat Disney, it's a subtle Disney tattoo, because the thing is, I never wanted to get, like, a cartoon, like, a character yeah. on my leg, like, I never wanted to get a character, but I do have, like, a hot air balloon. Have you ever seen my Disney tattoo? Yeah, so. She got a hot air balloon. It's a hot air it's balloon. Got a but you Mickey. notice anything in it? Hit Mickey. Mmm. Which is, like, a cute little... Yeah, I like that. Because, yeah. yeah, I wanted a hot air balloon, but I also wanted a Disney one. But, like, thinking about, like, the pattern on the hot air balloon, I was like, it'd be so cool if I had a hidden Mickey inside of it. Yeah. And when I told the tattoo artist, fun fact, this pattern is from the, the, the uh, Disneyland Resort Hotel. Except they tore it down, changed it, so the carpet's not there anymore. Oh! But that's the carpet that used to be in it, and then you would find hidden Mickeys in the carpet. I think the thing is with Disney adults, it's like, poor Harry Potter adults. <laughs> it's not really much me. That's my mom, though. That is my mom. Shots fired. One hundred percent. We have a whole Harry Potter corner in our house. I think that's the thing. Is like I know I have a hard time because like the thing is I fucking crystal. Fuck crystal. Fucking crystal. I don't. I don't know. It's hard because like you have those like stereotypical adults, like the Disney adults, the Harry Potter adults. You can say like superhero adults. You can say Star yeah. Wars adults. Game, to be game. honest. I mean, because the thing is, like, I'm a Star Wars Yeah, Bieber, it's Harry Potter and all. Hey. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I found this video where yeah. it was these, okay, their whole channel is Disney related. Yeah. And they are the stereotypical Disney adult. Mm-hmm. It's this couple. They yeah. are what the, what you would define as cringe. Yeah. yeah. But it's fine. They're happy. Yeah. Um, they made a video called Speed Running Disneyland. And it was, like, the craziest thing to, like, realize that some of these Disney adults know every nook and cranny. So what they did is they came up with this, like, I don't even know what you would call it because it's not a scavenger hunt. Yeah. But, like, this hit the hot places in Disneyland the fastest. And if you can beat our record, we'll give you, like, a gift or something like that. So, like, it's literally, like, it's, like, I don't remember, it was, like, the fastest way to get to Space Mountain to, like, Thunder Mountain Railroad to Small World to Haunted Mansion to Pirates and then something else and then to this, like, restaurant. And if you can do it faster than us or something like that. And watching them run around Disneyland as adults was just... You were like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. The, the thing is that they're just in Arrested Development. Wow, bro, rude. I'm definitely not a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the Disney dolls, but not Harry Potter. I don't know, Harry Potter's a little bit different, because I don't feel like... 
don't know. There's something about Disney adults where it's just like. We have a lot of Disney adults where we live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of a Disney Because the thing is, I fucking love Disney. I would vacation to Disney once a year. Yeah. I would go that far. The thing is, I like Disney that much. If I had the money, if also yeah. if I was dating the was... guy that had the Disney hookups. <laughs> That's just <laughs> min-maxing life at that point. For real. Straight up min-maxing. No, I, yeah, I, I fuck with Disney quite a bit. Yeah. I, I will watch usually all the movies that come out and yeah, try and keep up shit. on yeah. it. But I'm definitely not a... I'm die not like hard. a collector or a diehard or anything like that. Like I know people who like like waiting lists for like new items of Disney, and it'll be like a fucking keychain or some shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that takes it to a whole new level. Yeah. But then again, um, my ex's mom was really into Mickey Mouse. Hardcore into Mickey Mouse. What's your problem with Mickey Mouse? Uh, yeah, went to the point where uh, we had um, friends over because the thing is. His, oh, mom, no. his mom really wouldn't allow him to have parties at his house, but she would go to Disney a lot because they were um, they, had, they were on this program where they were Disney vacationers, which is basically having a timeshare for Disney. Oh, fuck yeah. That's it's crazy. actually a good deal. If you go to Disney a lot, it is beneficial yeah, to do. It's definitely. just like having a second mortgage. But <laughs> it, it really is, that's how they describe it. They're like, oh, if you want to join, you basically have to have a second mortgage. Yeah. Because you're paying so much into it, but you're getting so much more benefits. Yeah. Anyways... We had a party, and this this girl and her boyfriend was there, and she didn't really drink a lot, and she got wasted. She got, sh- wasted, she got white girl wasted, and she never really was there before, and she went downstairs <laughs> to the basement, which is even more Mickey Mouse, because upstairs was Mickey Mouse, downstairs is Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse, and then if you look in her bedroom and then her room, it's Mickey fucking Mouse, and she comes up there, and she's like... Excuse me, sir. I must ask you a question. But what is your deal with uh, Mickey Mouse? And she, and she said it just like that. I have the video. Yeah, have she the has, video. I think I might have the video where she like because the thing is she was like drunk sobbing like because her boyfriend was be going he was going to the military or oh, something like yeah. that and then like went downstairs to talk and whatnot and we're all drinking upstairs and she comes up and there's like tears still like staining her face and she's like and we're like hey dude you doing good and she's like she like is like kind of stumbles and like falls against the door frame and she's like. I have one question for you, sir. <laughs> what is your deal with Minnie Mouse? <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Go Eagles! What up, Googles? Uh, fuck, Mary, kill. Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy. I'll handle this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take one for the team. Okay. We're fucking Mickey for the money. Yeah. For the money. For the We're money. We're killing Donald. Because he's a bitch. Because yeah, he's a bitch. We're marrying Goofy. Yes. 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 Goofy, ultimate Dilf. You watched the Goofy movie? That boy, Ooh. he would treat you right. Oh my god! So right. You know, you know what? He'd take you on camping trips. Oh, Goofy does deserve that. <laughs> he does. He really does. His first wife died. We got. I'd t- be a great stepmom to Max. <laughs> <laughs> and Goofy because he deserves. But imagine this sounds Donald making hey, bad. Well, what is it? Oh, I wish I could do. I wish I could do a Donald Duck noise. Where it's like, wait, no, that, that's not. Yeah, that's the noise. This is my favorite video. I had to. I heard a creepy story. Oh, creepy story. What creepy story? Interesting. Disney adults are wild, though. Yeah, they're pretty crazy. Dude, commitment to the game. To be honest, I bet they'd be doing some freaky shit too. Let's just be honest with each other. Oh, yeah. If you're a Disney adult, you're fucking... You're doing something... Oh, boy. Just oh, in the bedroom. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> Damn. Affleck. That's like, I always think about Disney and like kind of like it's like dark history. I mean, other than, you know, Walt Disney being like yeah. a Nazi yeah. or whatever. Uh, other than that, like spooky things. Where like people like, you know, spread ashes yeah. over there. Like a bunch of places are haunted. And then also just the idea that underneath the park there's just a bunch of tunnels that all the yeah. workers go through is like really, like it makes really. me feel uncomfortable. Just knowing that. Do you want to watch the girl real quick? Oh, yes, this is the video. Please. She she was so sad. Honestly, she was great, but also it was really hard to hang out with her because she was definitely like, she was definitely I don't know. It's just hard to be friends with her. I wanted to be friends with her. Our boyfriends were best friends, and they would leave us out of the conversation all the time. Perfect opportunity to build another friendship. No, it was just always me just being like, okay, I guess I'm here. Yeah. You were like, so what was the say? heard about the event in Disney Park. Yes! Yeah! There's actually this YouTuber who I think he got arrested? Something like that where he made like a career out of going to all of these abandoned Disney parks. Oh, Like just cool. like parts of Disney that would like yeah. were abandoned. He'd figure out a way. Like he went on to like the old what is it? Is it the, the Tom, Tom Sawyer, Sawyer Island yeah, and everything? Yeah. Like he like swam over. Yeah, I've seen that. And video. all that. Yeah. And I think he went to that one as well. It was kind of cool because like there were still buildings over there, but it, they had not done anything over there for so long that it was just straight up yeah. vegetation. Yeah, like, it was just overgrown. The plant life had taken over. It makes me want to go and explore. I want. I love exploring abandoned places. There's a. It's so fun. There's a great creepy pasta about uh, Disney and how. That's the thing with creepy pastas. There's a sect that people say are 100 percent real, and there's a sect that they say are just fiction. Yeah. This person claimed that. It's 100% real. They've worked at Disney as an employee, Ooh. and that a lot of the underground tunnels and back areas where, like, the rides are, you know, the, the, the guts of the rides and shit, yeah. there's a lot of haunted places. Mm-hmm. They say pirates because of all the fucking dead bodies that they used to bring in. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. use real bones. Real bones. Real bones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember the girl. There was, there's been a lot of deaths that... Disney, but Disney just has that. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, there's a huge urban exploration scene in Utah. Yes, Yes, there is. There is. I remember, like, one of the first, like, activities I did with uh, my ex when we first started dating is we went and we drove all the way over to, like, the, uh, like, the ghost town. Yeah. You know? And we, like, explored that. That was baller. Savage! Savage. What's up, my guy? Savage. Savage is the G. Savage! Savage! The story started off with a group of four tunnel rats that were calling to explore this one tunnel. They were so far into the tunnel, and the guys heard a woman. What is a body voice? Spooky. That's a little scary. That gives me the spooks. I don't know about you, but I'm a little scared right now. Well, since we're talking about urban exploring and spooky stuff, Mm -hmm. um, maybe I should just announce our show that we're going to be doing. (gasps) So... For those of you who might be following Top Shelfers on Instagram, you may have noticed a trend of posts lately. And they're the Shadowlands of Utah posts. And what Shadowlands of Utah was is a website created in 2000-something, and it highlights all of the haunted places in Utah. So I got to thinking, 
why don't top shelfers get a team together and go and record and explore some of these areas? So, if Kaylee's still in chat, we almost have everyone here except Forrest. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do said thing. We're going to hit some of the most haunted or abandoned areas in Utah. The team consists of myself, Cass, Holly, Bieber in chat, Kaylee if she's still in chat, and for those of who've been following Top Shelfers for a while, the old co-host Forrest. Ye old Forrest. Ye old Forrest. Um, that's probably going to be rolling out and within, I think our my goal for the first episode drop is going to be in August. So Maybe look forward to that. Thing. Yeah. Because you're not the summer. I know. I'm not, not working. Time. Yeah, I'm not uh, going to be going to school this summer semester. So just making. Yeah, I think that's a smart idea. Yeah. Get yeah. some get some you time. Yeah, I'm like this is the first summer that I've taken off of school in like five years. Because so. that's a, that's the a thing to keep in mind too with that whole idea is like, you know, when you get done with school, if you don't take a break mm -hmm. after school, then you immediately just go into work and yeah, so then your free time. time yeah, you know? exactly. Go travel, go see some cool shit. Yeah, might as well, might as well, might as well, might as well, might as well. Might as well. But yeah, ah, Shadowlands. Yep, Shadowlands, Utah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Um, I'm hoping that it's going to be a higher budget. There will be editing. There will be shenanigans. Shenanigans are happening. Yeah, shenanigans be happening. Um, yeah, there'll be more information about it coming out, but it's going to be fun. I'm excited, honestly. There's so many, just looking at the Shadowlands posts, you know, that you've been making, and I'm like, oh, I want to get in that fucking museum. Dude, I literally, I saw you post that, and I was like, I remember, because I used to live, like, up the street from that. I don't remember, every single time I passed, I'd ask my mom what it was, and I'm like, what is that? She's like, oh, it's this weird abandoned place. It used to be like, I don't know, a mink factory or something like that. I don't know, or a museum. And I was like, oh, yeah. can we go in it? And we knew the man who like owned it at the time, but he was kind of scary, so I was too nervous to ask him if the, I could go in. The problem with that one that I'm seeing so far is there's claims that there's still, because it wasn't lost it was used for was a museum yeah and for those of you who don't know sorry this is completely obscure in utah bountiful utah specifically there is a old abandoned museum and the building looks wild it's like a, it's like a circle yeah it's like a circle dome it's really yeah. fascinating looking but for all of our time growing up mm -hmm. it's always been abandoned well i guess i shouldn't say abandoned it's always been shut down um the claim is, though, that there is still LDS artifacts. artifacts in there. That they are keeping there just for safekeeping because, like, it's guarded and it has video camera. So I just don't think it's going to be easy to get in there. Yeah, yeah. And I, as much as a ye old shenanigans goes, there are some specific places they will prosecute you, and there are stories of people getting prosecuted from that from place. From that place, yeah. No. So, we'll see. Need some advice, Top Shelfers. Trying to go back to school this summer and minor in political journalism is a good option as a career. You know, that's a really tough one, my guy. I, I think political journalism financially could be a great career option mm -hmm. yeah. but you're going into a flooded industry yes and you're going into an industry that is going to be very very aggressive and what i mean by that is like 
if you aren't willing to do things to get into good positions, it might be really tough. But if it's a passion or a dream of yours, absolutely it. do it. If that's something that you're really passionate about and you're really into just in general, definitely do it. But also like keep in mind, since there's a lot of this stuff going on right now, that is something that everybody's going in, like a lot of people are going into. And it's very, it's a very oversaturated market. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's my advice. But I am 100% a person who says, I, I believe anyone can do anything with their life. And if it's something that you truly want to do or you have a passion for, why not? Do it. Don't, don't have that regret 10 years later. You're like, fuck, I wish I would have tried it. Just yeah. do it. You yeah. never know. That's the biggest thing. You never thing. know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. You might as well try. Like that's a, that's like one of my biggest things is that like I wish I had more time in the day to try more things. Fuck. Right. right? Like it's yeah. literally like I want so many things. That's why I'm looking forward to the summer is to like, I don't know, gain a new skill or something like that just to be able to say I tried it. Oh yes, yeah, I, I think regardless of where you want to sit and what you want to cover, yeah. I think that if it's something that you like doing, because that's the thing is like, if you're passionate about something and you create or you, whatever field you're in, let's say you're a welder, you love welding, you get really good at it, it's your passion, mm -hmm. money's going to come to you. Yeah. Because people are going to, they're going to see how good you are, they're going to see your love for it and the money will come. So if that's how you feel about political journalism... Yeah, for sure. You know, it's if you're passionate about it, you're creating, you're creating the content that you're happy with. You, you, people will see it, and the money will come. If you're not doing it for money, even more props. Yeah, you're gonna love it even more. Journalism, yes, political. You pigeonhole yourself into the one theme, and they cannot take other possible cooler stories. Uh, it just kind of depends. It's really that's a really hard. Um, career to get into, but honestly, if you have the passion and the drive, that's really what you need to get into it. And you got to yeah. be consistent and never give up because that's one of those you're going to be pushed down a lot. I mean, what J.K. Rowling got denied eleven times before Harry Potter got published. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like you just got to keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And if you like politics and you can write down write yeah. Yeah, and that's something that you're passionate about. Do it. No. Yeah, especially right now, politics are like the hot take on yeah. everything. Yeah, and, and I, I think that if you look at recent numbers from voting and people who are taking in political content, it's only going to get more and more relevant. Oh, yeah, no. One of my bosses actually said just recently, um, one of the most lucrative businesses oh, yeah. forever will be politics because no matter what, you'll have 50% on your side. Yeah, yep. Yeah, politics are a interesting one. Oh yeah, I love politics. Ooh, I politics. love politics. Well, to an extent, I I'll argue all day. It depends on who's listening. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't like I don't like to be an arguing person. But you know, like if Aiden comes at us with something, I'll be like, first of all, sit down, son. I'm gonna tell you something. Listen here, brother. Listen here, dude. Listen there, boy. Before Listen I bring here. the chicken box into this house, I will unvaccinate Mozart. <laughs> yeah. Go Eagles, let's beach. make it happen. Go Eagles, do you know that's what I do now? I didn't know who talked about that. I do social media managing. Well, I, I work in marketing, but same thing. I have a business card, do you want one? <laughs> I got a business card. Unless you were coming, then you get less than 5%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, politics for me is just one of those ones where I just don't even, 
I don't even get involved anymore. I mean, I like I have my opinions and I have my beliefs, and that's kind of just all I keep to. Yeah. The thing is, is, like everyone's gonna argue whether or not I'm right or wrong. It doesn't matter. It's what I believe. Yeah. The reason why I gave up on it a hundred percent, and it, this was this happened like well before the last couple elections, is we've just gotten to a point in society where, specifically with politics, where if let's say Cass and I are complete opposites on everything we believe. Mm we could probably have a conversation and still be on good terms but they're not a lot of people can do that anymore oh no. so i just don't want to go out and like do that like yeah. i just don't care like i'm not going to be able to change someone's someone's opinion yeah and also you can't be the only like tolerant person no you know in situations where because um, you know where it's like people like butting heads having that conversation it's going nowhere but then when it's like two people who kind of like are able to actually have a conversation but then there's always that one where you're trying to have a conversation but the person is just like they're not able to listen they're not exactly trying to actually have a conversation they're just trying to tell you yeah. something and it's just kind of like that's draining i thought we were having a conversation but all right people in general have a have this thing where they don't listen anymore. They just hear the rebuttal. Yeah. And I just, I can't, and it's very prevalent in politics, and that just bothers me. Yeah. I, I have this weird thing, like, if I'm talking to someone, please just hear me. Like, yeah. Yeah, like exactly. Like, it's, it's not tough. That's, like, a, it's a big point of, like, uh, like active listening, just yeah. in general, is to be able to actually listen to someone, absorb it, and not be thinking the whole time, oh, how am I going to respond to this? How am I going to respond to that? Because then you don't actually hear them. You don't yeah. actually get what they're trying to say to you. Yeah. Not really picking up what they're putting down. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you know what I mean? <laughs> and just remember, there's no yes or no answer to everything. Yeah, exactly. People think there is, but they're... No, exactly. And, like, the, it's kind of like the whole thing with, like, you know, morality is subjective. And if you think about it that way, nobody's right, ever, yeah. in any situation. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like... And again, you know, I don't know. I like to lean towards more the way of, like, just common human decency. Yeah. Well, that anyone can really ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's hard just like, either. Just be kind. Yeah. I, it doesn't cost any money to just uh -uh. not be a dick. Exactly. But for some people... It's hard. It's hard. It's so hard. And I don't understand. I think that's why social media is so toxic, is it just gives people this weird, just, like, power where they think that they can just, like... I don't know. I, I also think posting mm. opinion shit is very strange. Like, yeah, no, because it's like, are, like you're 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 doing it for a reason. You're trying to fuel the fire. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you want people to come at you. Yeah, and you're just, like, but that's you know, that's also kind of like it kind of plays into the whole like uh, performative activism yeah. sort of thing where you know people will like make posts and so and I, like the thing is that goes on both sides yeah. where they'll make these posts and be like oh yeah but then they're not actually doing anything mm -hmm. they're not yeah. actually like doing anything to help and that's kind of where you're able to see those flaws in people where like sure if you're just aggressively posting and like trying like yeah spread awareness and all this stuff but like do what you can as well yeah and also you don't need to you don't need to post about it every single time that you do something. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a whole thing that bothers me a lot. But there, I, there's two sides to it, right? Like, I find it strange when people have to post that they do a good deed. Yeah. 
But then on the yeah. flip side of it, I'm like, well, I guess I'd rather someone be posting that they're doing a good deed than posting that they're being a shitty person. So it's tough, yeah. but... But then you have those outliers. Like, um, a lot of, like, influencers, especially this last summer with the Black Lives Matter movement, there are a lot of influencers getting basically caught not actually protesting. They're just going there, taking a picture, and then leaving. So they're not actually protesting and being activists. They're just... They're just doing it for the clout. The, they're just doing it for the clout. Yeah. No, it's like it's also the same thing with like uh, people recording and then giving uh, homeless people like food and stuff like that, or like doing all that just for the clout, no. just to get the views. So then they actually mm-hmm. make so they give like a homeless man a um, hundred dollars, but they're making like ten thousand off of just that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff yeah. like that's really, I don't know, because like I think that that's fucked up, but at the same time, I guess I'd rather my influencers giving. And like showing their audience, like, hey, do this more often. Yeah. Versus like, because like we have, that's like the popular thing right now is like the giving back. Yeah. And that's a hundred times better than the pranking that was going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember so, like, when the pranking was like big and everyone was like, do you remember the, the YouTuber that was pranking girls basically by ask, like, said, oh, like roping them? No, not even. Oh. Well, there's those. There's, there's that those. one. There's that one. But this guy, I only know, I only remembered him because his, um, the girlfriend he's seeing now is a dog. She, like, does puppy play. Hell yeah. And they, uh, nice. so I, it's really interesting <laughs> considering seeing who this guy was, and it's like, Wait where did you guys meet, and why are you guys together? Because, like, she does, like, OnlyFans puppy play is her thing. And he used to make videos where he would ask girls on the street, they're like, $100 if you give me your underwear right now. But they were fake $100. Oh. So these girls would be giving him her, their, their underwear. That's a backroom cast and catch shit. But there is no job. But there is no yeah. job. I Surprise. can make girls to you 1000 to $5,000 a day. Yeah. So basically, he was giving out fake money to these drunk girls getting their underwear. But he was just scamming them. He was just like, that's ridiculous. Oh, see, the thing is, is I was like, if somebody came up to me, offered me $100 for my underwear right then, uh, usually if I was out and about, I'd be wearing uh, multiple layers. So yeah. I would just, you know, yank one of those babies off and I'd be like, there you go, give me my money. Oh, no, 100%. You know? It's like, who would do that? But I don't yeah, want to be, be filmed. Yeah, and then also, don't give them fake money. That's just yeah, scamming them. Money. Yeah, be, yeah. Come on. so weird. But I think a lot of that stuff is also just staged. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. that's been proven. Like, even the guys who go out and, like, you know, how to pick up women in the street. Like, 90% of the time, it's just staged. Yeah. Like, they just, like, find a girl and be like, hey, like, here's, like, 100 bucks. Will you just be in this short with us? Yeah, and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, a lot of it's sad how a lot of it's fake nowadays. Yeah. I cannot get over, like, pranksters on Facebook Watch. Like, people who mostly post on there, like, they have, like, a YouTube channel, but they normally do, like, their biggest views and subscriptions on Facebook Watch. I hate them. And for some reason, because I'll watch five minutes of it, or I'll watch, like, the end just to see what it was. I don't know what this is in the link. I, I'm trying to think of these people. I don't know, because sometimes I'm at work, I just get bored, so I'll watch, like, Facebook stuff. Facebook videos. Yeah. Because, like, um, if you watch Facebook videos and you start watching a certain type, you'll get all of those. So, like, when you watch, like, you click on a video and watch it and you scroll, it gives you more recommendation on what you normally watch. So, like, I've been watching just because it'll come up once in a while, Ink Masters. Now, oh. every time when I scroll through any other video, I still get Ink Masters here and there. Yeah. But I get sometimes those prank ones, and they're just 
god awful. And like you gotta think like um like prank versus prank. Like there's gotta be a point where you just you always expect it and like it can't be healthy for a relationship, or it's just not authentic because you always know you're gonna get pranked. So how can you continuously be pranked? They, yeah. They came out and said that they weren't together for a lot of that because they hated each other. Yeah, they like broke up because yeah. of this, just how much they fucking hated. Well, also because the the guy was a piece of shit. He was mean to her. Oh. At the end. Whoa. Good morning, Big Papa. You did switch it up on good me. Good morning, Big it's Papa. Typically good night. Love the sword at the back. Oh, 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 oh. there's actually four swords. Here. Four swords. There's four swords. Sorry, did I hit you? Four swords and sixteen years ago. Our fathers. Something. <laughs> something. Uh, I can't remember. The, I had to memorize that in elementary school. Oh, I didn't have to memorize it until uh, junior high. I was quite sad about it. They're I... pushing it on. They're pushing it, so you have to do it younger. This is huge, and the thing is, is I dream. I like. I want. Who was it? Who was it that I was talking to? I don't know if either of you will know. Holly, possibly she's kind of like my second brain. I am. She remembered. She's like my memory. Oh. Um, who said that they wanted to do like? Like blacksmith stuff and wanted to start making swords and whatnot. And I was like, I literally me. like was it you? Yeah. Was it you? And I was like, I I want, a, I want I want a sword so bad. Oh. And I literally I want that more than anything. I'm waiting for COVID to be lifted. Oh well, I guess I don't know what I'm waiting for life to get back to normality because there's a guy who was on Forge and Fire who won yeah. that's oh. just down like thirty five hundred South area. And they do like training. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, you have to do oh, it. Oh, I'm going. You I'm going. Do it. I'm going. Like I'm gonna be making me some some. It's a fucking. I can make my own sword. That would be so badass. Seriously, the thing is, is like I think I'm like well, if all of a sudden we were into some weird like whoa alternate reality whoa time swap, all of a sudden we wake up. We're in ye old times. Yeah. What What are you gonna do? What is your skill? If you had that, you could get blacksmith. Yeah. Immediately, I'd be like, I know part. how to do this. Yeah, yeah. That um, would be your typical. I'm a woman. I just take care of the house. Oh. <laughs> I would probably uh, be a barmaid. <laughs> there you go. Damn, we could start our own shop. Dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, can I'd you like... bake bread? Yeah, you yeah, can. I can actually. Okay, bread, bread, bar, bar, blacksmith, blacksmith. The three B's. Yeah, the, the only three, three B's. B's that you need. Basically, because I feel like the the baker, you'd be the bar, and you'd be the blacksmith. Be the blacksmith. Yeah. We would be get your the... weapons, food, and drinks yeah. here. <laughs> we would be where all the soldiers stop. We're the one. We're the one stop shop. One stop shop. I know we, uh, we shamed um, Harry Potter adults, um, but I really loved the end of uh, Fantastic Beasts where he makes his own bakery. Yeah, yeah and that was so cute. Because he'd got his memory wiped, but he also like remembered some of it because he made all the bakery goods into creatures, which I just thought was so fucking cool. Have you seen the most recent one? Yeah. Isn't it insane? That, have you seen the most yeah. recent one? I still am like baffled by Queenie's switch. Yeah. To evil. Yeah. She literally, it did not take her much. Uh-uh, no. Which was very unfortunate because she was one of my favorite characters. Because I was literally like, bro, no one's mad at you. Just, you're a little much. And you know you're a little much. Why are you getting mad now? All yeah. The time? Like, like, out of all of the times to get mad. Do you know everyone's got their breaking point? And, like, the thing is, is, like, the guy was like, I still love her and all. She was just, you know, this is a big shock. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, they all hate me. I'm going to go help these evil guys. <laughs> 
Now I, uh... My skills would be crocheting and taking care of the gardens. Oh, hey, hey see? Girl. Yeah. You know, maybe we should just start LARPing. <laughs> God Listen. damn it. <laughs> Listen. If I'm not wearing chainmail, I don't is... know. I mean... I mean... Do you know how fucking hard we look if we just all showed up? We look so fucking hard. We would look dark. We'd look so cool. We would. We would. The thing is, the thing is, it's like... I... I would join LARPing, but like the thing is, my boss, because I told him that, like, I was like, I was like, I love Comic Con, and he's like, do you ever LARP? And I was like, no. I was like, those are two fucking different things. Stop trying to categorize me as a LARPer, but now I'm like, but it sounds kind of fun. But it sounds kind of fun. My talent is I can oh, drink all day and I wake up hungover. Yeah. Oh, wait, you want to understand Harry Potter shit just after me? Just after you shit on my people? <laughs> <laughs> No, my talent is I can drink all day and not wake up hungover. You're going to be at our bar. Yeah, you'll be yeah. there hanging out all day, every day. You're what's, the one who gets more people to drink. I'm almost like thinking, what's, what's the name of this bar? What's the, what's the name of our one-stop shop? Hmm. Oh, so it's like all combined? Yeah, like so it's McMansion? like, you know, we got, we, yeah, like, like the McMansion. Uh, the McMansion, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We need to get back on that. We need to start up the series yeah. again of us writing that fiction. Yeah. The McMansion. I, the McMansion. I told Ari about it, and he was like, so you, you make all your friends have sex with each other? I was like, we haven't even wrote a sex scene. This is what we've done. And I just yeah, went on for like 30 me. minutes about it. And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, is there somewhere I can like read this? And like, is it like published yet? And I'm like, no, we're working on it. I was it. like, no, he's like, he's like, I was like, and like, just like 10 minutes before I started, like I told him about that, I like was a little bit under an influence. And so, um, sometimes when I get under the influence, my southernness comes out. And so, I was just talking in a southern accent, and then I switched to my friend fiction, and he was just like, I think I fell in love with you a little bit more tonight. <laughs> uh -uh. I was like, so yeah. Yeah, see, the thing is, is I'm like realizing, yeah, <laughs> I'm realizing that when I, you know, start dating someone seriously, you know. You gotta tell them all first, the Yeah, the, the first step, probably sex, second step, Probably, uh, you know, emotional intimacy or something gross. Uh, and, <laughs> gross. Then, and then I would have to tell them about um, deeper into the nerdy things that I do, a.k.a. the friend fiction, yeah, the our friend space fiction. opera. But that's like, that's a third step. So once a guy uh, gets yeah. to there, yeah, the, there we go. He has to really be on the in and in if he's going to fucking get yeah. to the friend fiction. That's the funny thing enough, uh, mine was a completely backwards. It was... Friend fiction, emotional connections, sex. Yeah, it really was. Le six. But yeah, I, uh, we're, we gotta go like LARP. I'm, I think we should just be like straight up gang activity when we go to like. 100%. Like, <laughs> we just, fuck around. like just be rude as shit. Like these kids like show up like, fuck off. What are you doing fuck. here, bitch? Yeah. Where's your chain mail? <laughs> this is our turn. No metal? <laughs> yeah. Are you sweating your balls off? Yeah. Are you messing with us? We have our swords. Yeah. <laughs> Who you repping, bitch? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I bet you don't even have pubes yet, bitch. <laughs> just, like these, like twelve-year-olds just crying. They're like, ah. I'm just swinging like hard as shit, just fucking thumping these little bastards. You're like, mess with us again? Don't come on our turf. Have you ever seen the lightning bolt guy? Uh, no. Oh. I'm excited. Lightning bolts. This is when this is when you know LARPing is the fucking. LARPing. I literally am so down. Chat, try and help us come up with an idea for a one-stop shop. <laughs> I keep thinking about that. Bread. 
bar. <laughs> when you're at the when you're the wizard at the lark. They're not even acknowledging him. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. That video lightning went bolt. so viral. He was on Tosh.0. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, That's hilarious. Jenna Marbles on Tosh.0. I, I love Jenna Marbles. Marbles. Now she's engaged. She's she, engaged to her she boyfriend. She quit YouTube though, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I'm so devastated. I watched so much Jenna Marbles for a hot minute there. And then she quit. But I also understand why she did it. But the thing is, it's like... Especially, like, with the whole shit with David Dobrik that came up, I'm like, wrong YouTubers are stepping down. Wrong YouTubers are, are stepping yeah. down. Because the thing is, she stepped down for things she said, like, ten years ago, which I totally understand, or, like, seven years ago. She's like, mm-hmm. I feel so bad for ever doing that. I'm ashamed of myself, and that's yeah. why I'm stepping down. And it was before, she didn't even get called out for it or anything. Before. She yeah. just did it on her own volition, which I thought was awesome. Honestly, it was pretty badass. It, it's it's a weird time that we live in where, you know, it. we who are older, like Jenna Marbles and, you know, Dawson, Do- well, I don't, not Dobrik, like Shane Dawson, and I'm not, I'm not saying what they did wasn't wrong, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's things that culturally we, I grew up with yeah. that mm-hmm. like, were not seen in the same light they are today. Oh yeah. yeah. If you were to record the hallways when I was in junior high, oh, the yeah. shit that was like being thrown around oh, and like everyone was okay with it mm. would be would scar kids nowadays. Oh, it was. You know, it's yeah. it's vastly different, and you know, I, I I talk to Bieber and Chad a lot about this, right? That I think that maybe there should be. If we're going to continue with cancel culture, there needs to be a system for it, right? I think that if mm-hmm. someone has one bad video where, like, maybe they said some shit that, like, really is not okay or was controversial or whatever it is, it's like, hey, like, we don't agree with you. This is not okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then they have a chance to better themselves. And then if it gets to a third strike point where it's like, okay, well, this guy is just or this guy or girl or et cetera is just doing this and isn't fixing the problem then they get canceled because yeah, I, I yeah. think like you know I know that there's stuff that I've said on the podcast that hits on that edge that line of edgy yeah yeah would I get canceled for it I don't think so uh-uh. but it's not. in every content creator's mind where oh, it's like yeah. fuck what did I put out there yeah what have I said no yeah I feel like I've been there. I feel like we've all been there. Oh, yeah, no, we've been all been there. there. Like, I mean, us in high school, we were mad cringe kids. Like, we were mad 100%. Cringe kids. Mostly just watched a bunch of, uh, like, Filthy Frank and, like, yeah. uh. It's time to stop. Yeah, Filthy yeah. Frank's the shit. Are you Filthy Frank's the shit? Ace Racery. Ace Racery. Have you listened to Filthy Frank's music? Joji. Joji. It's good. He's so fucking He's talented. He's so fucking Dude, good. It baffles me. Because I remember Loki, because, like, in high school, I watched, because it got deleted off of Filthy Frank's channel, I watched um, 
him like as not a character talk about why he had to stop filthy frank for a while yeah and like i actually watched it and i had like I got a major boner for him instantly after that because when I saw him as a normal person, I was like, "You are hot, you're as, hot fuck. as fuck," and I'm very conflicted because I also saw you do vomit cake, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all of the above cakes videos. The amount of times that we watched vomit cake was too many. Oh, because every person that's like, I haven't seen it, we would all we'd be, we'd all be like, "Okay, let me pull this up." I probably saw it 16 times because we oh, had to show everybody. Yeah, it's any probably more than that. I think it's hilarious that um, uh, uh, Holly and I really bonded over the fact that like she had a major boner for Filthy Frank and I had a major boner for iDubbbz. Yeah. And we're kind of like, we both would come to Respect. each other and be like, I'm ashamed of this, I'm ashamed. but I can't hold it in no more. <laughs> like, like, I hate myself for it, but like... But like also, whoo! But then you, can look at, you look at them now, you look at them now and you're like... Yeah, it makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, like, have you seen Idub's girlfriend? Oh, she's yeah. so hot, dude. Yeah, and then what was that one kid that? Uh, what was that YouTuber that he like basically canceled, and then he came back oh, and fucking made, Leafy, Leafy, and then he came I back and was like, cop. "Content cop is so good," because he Leafy he basically canceled Le- Leafy, mm-hmm. but then Leafy came back into fruition when he found that Idub Idub's girlfriend does OnlyFans. Yeah, and then Idub is like, "Yeah, pay my girlfriend, jack off to her." You're just making me money. Yeah. I'll go fuck. Yeah, he's like, I'll go fuck. I get to fuck her in real life. Yeah. Like, but, like basically just like showing him up. And it's just like. Leafy. Oh, Leafy oh tried God, so Leafy. hard. But then people were like, shut the fuck up, dude. Who shut cares? the fuck up, Leafy. Go grow a chin. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> well, he, Not actually. Contact cop. I miss those He's things. so funny. He's like. <laughs> he's like, we're raising money for a chin implant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, Leafy was trash anyways. Yeah, he wasn't that good in the first no. place. So it was just kind of like, well, all right. Tried to be good. Was not able to get it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, definitely we're all... Oh, speaking of, like, you know, David Dobrik, have I showed you um, the, Dave, the David Dobrik sticker possibility that me and my friend are making? No. So we've already made one that is uh, Caitlin Bennett and Lil Nas. It's actually pretty new. It's, you, have you seen the Twitter beef? Because Lil Nas blocked Caitlyn Bennett, basically. I don't know who Caitlyn Bennett is. She's, She's the gun, gun girl. Who's gun girl? She's the girl that goes on camp. She was. She started off like on this campus with like a yeah. shit ton of like automatic weapons, and then she was just pro guns. Mm-hmm. And now she just makes so many right wing political beliefs. And every time she goes on campus, it starts riots. Yeah. And then one time she pooped her pants, and now everyone says she poops her pants. She pooped her pants at a party, and so people call her poopy pants. But she's like a super, she's like a really right-wing conservative journalist where she's like, there should be no public education. There should be no, like, everybody should carry a gun sort of stuff. Okay. Very um, aggressive. And she made, like, this joke about Lil Nas, and she made, like, a racist joke against him being like, oh, you don't don't even know your dad. He's like, I know my dad, and I'm going to fuck yours. And that's what he, like, commented on. And we're like, yay! And um, so then we made this, and we called it Dancing with the Devil. That's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, you've already seen it. I don't yeah. know if everybody can see it on there, but probably can't. No, you can't. But then we also made one, um, or it's in the works right now, so this is just the outline of <laughs> of um, Elon Musk holding David Dobrik as a baby. And David Dobrik has like a little shirt. We're going to be changing it up because we don't know for sure if he's being called out for like underage underage girls or just underage drinking girls 
if you know what I mean. Um, so why is Elon in it? Um, because he gives out Teslas all the time. Oh, David Dobrik, David Dobrik always gives out Teslas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you. so he's holding like a Tesla thing. And then, you know, David Dobrik has his like clickbait merch. Yeah. Um, and instead, we change, we're probably going to switch back because we don't know for sure. But uh, uh, we changed it to jailbait instead. It's, it's a little aggressive, but. Uh... <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> it's funny, right? It's funny. That's um, pretty good. Yeah. Well, because, uh, no, because David Dobrik is known for giving underage girls alcohol, alcohol. to give content. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is that's that... why he got canceled in the first place. Yeah, I just, I don't know a lot about Dobrik. Because I've just never been someone that follows, like, super big YouTuber stuff. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like everything that's came out about Dobrik and then, like, you go back and watch some of his old content. That Well, people are posting old content. And you kind of see, like, there was some, some fuck shit. There was some fuck shit. Because the thing is, David Oberg is our age. He's 23. Oh, so he wow. graduated the same time we did. And so the thing is, it's like, some of his just out of high school stuff is, like, a tiny bit excusable in a sense of, like, like, like we had friends that would do the same shit. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't call him out for uh-huh. it. But the the issue with David Dobrik right this moment is there was a time, especially with his friend Dirty Dom, and they would always talk about, like, they would always make jokes that, like, Dom is going to have a sexual assault charge against him. They'd always make jokes about, like, how he's probably going to get, like, that. Well, there was one party where these girls, who weren't 21 yet, they were, like, just 18, and they were all 21, 20, they gave them a shit ton of alcohol, like, feeding them alcohol, and one of the girls in particular remembers just kind of like somehow going into this apartment and then all she remembers is someone having to put her clothes on at the end of the night because her and Dirty Dom had a threesome. Which one's Dirty Dom? He's just this, he was at the, he was the OG one, he was at the beginning, he went to high school with David, he was like, he has shaved head and does music. So the dude who's the old dude creeps me out. Jason, he... Yeah, why does he hang out with all of them? At He's first, so I think... It, well, because it was Vine. It all started with Vine. Yeah. Because he was a Viner. So it started with Vine because that's how David Dobrik got big because he knew Liza. And then from yeah. there... Because they also knew Gabby. And then they also knew, like, a lot of OG but there's Viners. a content with, like, all of them that if you go back and look, it seems super sketchy. I don't really under... Like, the thing is... Um, I don't know with, like, Jason, like... Because like, he just became part of it because then he became like the old man the butt of the jokes. But didn't yeah. they like set up something where they like blindfolded a girl and then had him kiss that guy? Yeah, actually, no, they did. I well, this that. was um. So that's some fuck shit. Yeah. Well, they made well no because they uh well, are you talking about because they had this one friend where they were like ten bucks says we can make you make out with Jason without knowing. And he's like you're never gonna make me do that. They did it once. Like because they think he, he was thinking he was gonna make out with this one hot girl in the group. And so he put on, uh, Jason put on an old man mask, pretending it was her, and then they make out, and then it really wasn't him. They did it a second time. No. The second time was fucked up. Because basically his friend thought he was getting a beef jerky deal. Mm. And they made this entire elaborate plan. They made a website, they had film producers, they had actors, and they basically what? made it into like this Sasquatch thing, Sasquatch selling beef jerky. Well, Jack Links, that's their thing. Yeah. And so they basically, um, so this guy then starts shooting a commercial and one of the Sasquatch that he has to make out with is Jason. And so they got him again. Mm. And the thing is, 
then that guy got so much backlash. And also, too, because he didn't get paid a lot for that prank. And he thought he was getting this huge, big deal, mm. brand deal. But then it also kind of slandered him also in just general because then he was known as the guy that kept making out with Jason and got fucked over. Uh, and then he told, he talked about David and he was like, hey, can you just take down the video? I'm not cool with it anymore. And then David's like, come on, man. I'll just give you more money. Yeah. Just be okay with it. Well, a bunch of the, a bunch of the people in that group, the Vlog Squad or whatever, has mm-hmm. come out and said that yeah. they're all awful. Like the... The kid who has dwarfism says that they would bully him, and oh, you know, Big Nick. Yeah, there was a African American guy who said that they were crack jokes that were inappropriate, and then that was like the Sasquatch guy. You go back and you look at like the stuff with like Gabby, like some of the footage, and it's very like oh, they were very they were brutal, brutal, very yeah. touchy too, very yeah. very oh, touchy. Yeah. They yeah to the point where I'm like, you're calling her hot, but yet you're like inappropriately touching her. Yeah, and that's, like, also the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of it went down, especially after, like, him and, uh, like, Liza broke up, broke up, you know? Because that was kind of, like, everyone was like, oh my gosh, goals, they're so cute! And then kind of when that ended, that's kind of when he started, like, his whole, like, vlog squad sort of stuff going on. Yeah, and then, like, then it really, like, it blew up. spiraling. Well, it spiraled because they made, like, that breakup video, and then, since they left on good terms, they... The vlog squad flew up. Well, then there was something with that Trisha chick who she said that, like, she has so much dirt on them. and Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, I think, I honestly think that they're super scummy, and I think that there's a lot of more shit that's just not oh, coming yeah. out. Because this is the, this is the conver- I've had this conversation before where, like, you know, at what point do you pick money over, like, coming out and telling the world that there's shitty, sh- like, shady shit going on? Yeah. yeah. So the only reason why people are talking about, like, the people who are in his vlog squad are talking about this now mm-hmm. is because David might not be able to pay the paycheck anymore. Yeah. And it's better to save your own reputation and continue your own channel. Because most all of them have their own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. They're not nearly as big as David, but if they can save their rap and continue on their own, they can I just think it's kind of money. fucked. If there's shit going on that is, like, potentially, like... Harming? Like sexual oh. harassment or harmful, like mm-hmm. you guys waited until he's until going down. Yeah, like they should all be very ashamed of that if that is the case. Oh yeah, and they oh, should yeah. like they should get basically like the same amount. Oh well, yeah, I mean if he, so what yeah. you stuck around because of money? Yeah, like that's contracts. Like like it made yeah. it made it okay because you were getting a good you were payout money. Yeah, yeah it's like it doesn't make any sense. It's uh, money talks, and that's the uh, shitty part. That's yeah. what. That's why I hope. Um, uh, one thing I know, you know, uh, Trisha Paytas or whatever, she's super com- controversial. Yeah. I kind of love her. Just mm. on the fact of she's so unhinged that I want her to, like, give out all the information that she, like, I know she has. Well, she kind of has on H3H3's podcast. Yeah. Especially yeah. with, like, the abuse from Jason she got. Because yeah. the thing yeah. is, because... She- she is a little bit mentally unstable. They blew her off. That's why that she. Yeah. That's why when um, because when the breakup happened between Jason and Trisha, I remember the whole thing because I remember watching both of their. Because Jason would call her fat all the time and just be like, "We need to lose weight. We need to do all this," and like made Trisha really like self conscious about herself and would always tear her down, even though Trisha was paying for all of Jason's bills when David wasn't because Jason was never making money on his own. He was making money off the people he knew. Trisha, because the thing is, they um, also the way that 
the breakup went down, they made it so Trisha looked like a crazy person. They made her look crazy. They purposely did it. That's what, because she talks about it. They, like, yeah. people are actually, like, coming out and they're like, no, Trisha wasn't crazy at all because there's, like, so many times where she's like, you guys need to be nicer to me because I can just expose you guys all right now and end your careers. And they joke about it because they know it's true, but they mm. don't want to not say, you don't have anything on us, Trisha. They want to they know. I just don't understand, like, this is going back to what I just said. Why hasn't she? Yeah. What is she waiting Because I know she has, yeah. like, for, I mean, she's the reason that a lot of stuff about, like, David has come out. She, you know, she is the reason. She is, like, kind of, like, the pivotal stone to, like, bring up a lot of stuff. Because then she also has, like, a lot of videos and stuff like that as yeah. well, apparently. But I think Well, it's... if that's the case, then that's good. I personally don't, I, I don't care for her. I don't watch a lot of her content, but I think that the way that she handles herself is probably not great um, i think that's a hard part yeah. of why i i just i think it's the way she presents herself it's why a lot of people have a hard time believing her because mm -hmm. it's like what are you talking about why are you even saying right now well and she gets clipped a lot saying really really Messed dumb shit stuff. yeah dumb stuff like gravity wasn't invented until albert einstein <sighs> well i just it. don't yeah, i just I don't, don't get if she's a character or if she really is just not that on the ball i think I she's i think she's just because the thing is, Trisha didn't start on YouTube. She used to be on like reality TV shows. She's been she was like a porn star. She's been going she's been going for twenty plus years in just the industry and in just the media industry. And it's just she's been just been known. going, 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 and she's just been kind of known throughout of it. Cause I watched her history. Cause I was like, who is this bitch? Yeah, she's like... fucking wild. Cause she used to be on like reality TV shows, and she's still the exact same. She never changes, and I don't think it's a character, only because of who she's engaged to now. Because the thing is, he is also just that kind of, like, dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Um, she's, a... dating, uh, she's um, engaged to H3H3's wife's brother. Wife's Moses. brother. Yeah, Moses. And, like, it's so funny, because he has, like, a TikTok, apparently, and he, like, will post videos of, like... <laughs> Mostly about Trisha. Mostly about Trisha and like how much he loves her. And it's like kind of precious because everybody sees how unhinged she is and how absolutely crazy she acts. And he's just kind of like, I love her. <laughs> I love, he's <laughs> like, I love her. He's a legit ride or die. No, bitch. for real. Because the thing is, H3H3 had, um, Ethan and his wife had a lot of issues with her at first because they started the Frenemies podcast as like kind of like a joke. Yeah. And then it almost got canceled multiple times just because they had to build a friendship because the thing is, because then once she started dating Moses, it then became spiraling into like this whole weird Trisha mm -hmm. wanted to be part of the family but didn't want anything to do with the family. And it was just, it's a lot of drama that I somehow know a lot about. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't, I don't fuck with HDH either, but that's, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like seen... drama shit and it just seems like. Oh, that's he's always involved in drama. I just don't. I, I hate drama. It's just that's I don't find thing. it entertaining either. And I know a lot yeah. of people do, and I'm not bashing anyone who does because I know yeah. like I'd rather people be watching drama than making drama. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I just I don't. All these people like I don't give a shit about them. Yeah, they're like you know yeah. like it just doesn't interest me. Like the only thing I've ever known about Trisha is I watched her porn with Tina the Plug and. That dude with the big old wiener. That dude yeah. with the big old wiener. Like that that's the only thing that I really know about her and then all the clips of her saying Dumb the shit. dumbest shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I only first because I mean like 
I watched a little bit of H three H three like when it was like you know we were like cringe kids back yeah. back in the old days or whatever. Mm. And then I never really watched it until they kind of started this Frenemies podcast. Yeah. And they started this, and I'd see it mostly. It would come up on my for you page with like TikTok and everything. Same. And that's how I've gotten like a lot of like the information where I'm just kind of like. What's going on? I kept doing not interested because I just, I don't, and and I I shouldn't say that I dislike them, but I just have no interest in Ethan Klein or his wife. Mm -hmm. I don't have any interest in Trisha, but I kept getting the TikToks. I'm like, the first one I saw was funny because he like wore makeup and I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll like this. And then I saw more and I'm like, these two people make me want to never watch TikTok ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Like I I just, I am so like not, I my, oh, no. she, yeah. Good for her, though. Her bank account is. Oh, no. I bet she, she's, she she's always good, staying relevant. Oh, no. She would always be a good sugar mama. Well, and her OnlyFans is fucking still making shit tons oh, of money. Oh, yeah. I forgot that she has one of those. I didn't know she had an OnlyFans, yeah. to be honest. Oh, Speaking of OnlyFans, TikTok people, uh, Hawks. She is not getting the justice she deserves, and it's fucking bullshit. I don't know what this is. Hawk is this... Hawk is one of my favorite TikTokers. She's one just hilarious, but the thing is she also does OnlyFans on the side. Mm -hmm. She makes hilarious content, but it's like... She also does OnlyFans, and her main TikTok got deleted. Deleted, yeah. Because she brought it up again, and they just completely deleted her account. Which is totally unfair because I've seen people post straight up porn on their TikTok and then they just get deleted the video and then they Mm -hmm. can continue on posting porn. Mm. It's kind of like the thing where like I get, I always get so pissed off about like TikTok's regulations. It's stupid. It's TikTok regulations are frustrating because they're inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. And they're they definitely seem more biased towards individuals. Oh yeah, that's like I see literally. I'll be scrolling. I'll see all of these TikTok videos of like girls in bikinis and stuff like that. And I remember I posted one video. One video, and it was showing my thighs, and it got deleted almost immediately. Like, once it got, like, enough, like, rap, it got deleted, and I had to then repost and put, like, a thing over my legs. Yeah. So then I could actually post it. Well, like, there, oh, there's, a, there's a oh, TikTok person that, uh, what's her name? It's, like, Malik Dancer or something like that. And she's partnered, and, all, and like, she's known for twerking. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's very yeah. good at twerking, and she has an audience, and yeah. that's fine. But it's not like you know, just kind of shaking your ass. She like she's twerking. She does like the full thing, like them ass be clapping. Yeah. So like Bad cheeks because she's partnered, it's okay. But if like other content creators do the same thing, are doing that because I mean, I listen. I I've seen her content. Mm-hmm. Twerking's great. Mm-hmm. There's been videos where, like, if we're talking about shit that is bannable by your regulations, you can see her coochie. <laughs> like, yeah. in That's some of her videos. So why is it, like, I'm pro, I'm fine with it. I don't yeah. think anyone should be banned for it. But why is it that it's okay for oh, her, mm-hmm. but not other content creators? So that's what it's I was inconsistency saying. that bothers mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and the thing is, Hawk had money in her account and had drafts of like her dead grandma and like her kid that she wanted to keep, and they just won't give it any of it to her. They just completely are like, no, that sucks. Which is like really shitty because one, she deserves and made that money. Yeah. Yeah. And two, what's wrong with just sending her all the backlogs? Yeah, like what. No, and I, I don't know anything about what she did. Like, 
I know that they have a very hard or pretty strict new regulation on like you can't talk about OnlyFans. Yeah. And people try and like get through it by saying OF or you know some sort of variation. So I don't know if she got caught up in that, but it definitely sucks that. Yeah. You know, she lost well, it all. And the crazy thing is, too, because she collabed with, I was surprised, I was so excited, with um, Digital Princess, Pokey Princess. Yeah. And Pokey Princess is fine. She never got touched from it. But she's speaking out for her because she's like, no, it's bullshit because we both. Because yeah. they both did the same thing. Because they, like, because, like, a lot of OnlyFans people, like, Hawk, especially when she does content with especially another creator, she hypes them up and does TikToks with that creator. Like, mm-hmm. she's recently doing a lot with BJ because they did new content together. But it's like, why, I buy her only why was so Hawk bad. so hardly targeted and completely deleted? Yeah. But Digital Princess didn't get deleted at all. Yeah. Because the thing is, Digital Princess... Def- doesn't really bring up OnlyFans that much. Hawk definitely likes to make fun of the fact that she can't do it. I don't know if maybe that was like just like the last straw. But the thing is, she's not even getting any feedback to say like, oh no, you had this many tries. That's why we're doing it now. Yeah. Like they're just basically saying, no, you did it this one video. And she's like, I've had multiple videos. What's the problem now? Yeah. So like, because now it's like you can't post, you can't even post like your OnlyFans tag. You have to like post your Instagram link and tree. then link tree it. Like you can, like if you bring up anything that's OnlyFans. But I, it sucks because it's it's the direction that they want to go, right? They want it to be more of a kid friendly because that's more of their views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sucks because it's not a kid friendly app anymore. Yeah. No, and that's a, well, that's the thing too is like, why don't they just make it like an eighteen plus and a child's one? Like, why don't they yeah, like you're able two? to like choose whether. Yeah, I don't you know. You get that sort of feed. Might not that be, it might not be that easy when they're already established. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I don't like know. Like they change something. Digital Princess, though, making every guy want to be a punk rock drummer. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 real. I still cannot believe she got big enough that fucking Nintendo threatened to sue her. She that didn't was sad. Her yeah. yeah. It was fucked up because the thing is that she's like, I'm still going to buy Pokemon stuff. It's just really sad that, like... I now have to go through this entire change, and I don't know if I can cover from it because this is my only financial money. Yeah. But she, I mean, she's fucking still killing it. Figuring yeah. it out. She just bought a fucking Supra. Yeah. A Supra. After buying her, I don't know, her other beautiful blue car that she had. Oh my God. Supras right now are 80 Gs. That Supra that she bought is around 80 G. Seeing all these, like, girls get real big off of OnlyFans and stuff like that. It's really making me question uh, my my direction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God, uh, I want to buy You make good TikToks. Uh, yeah, no, uh, straight up, I know the only ones that really get out there are ones with, with, my, with my booty in it. Yeah. And then also that one funny one with a cock. That was cock joke. That was hilarious. Was but then I misspelled something. And weirdly enough, not too many people called That's me out good. on it. And I was kind That's of like... Good. Cool. Nice. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. I don't know. I'm I'm pro OnlyFans. I think that mm-hmm. people who are mad about OnlyFans are also the guys who would be like, "Can you send me your tits?" Yeah. It, yeah. It became a business. I don't know yeah. why people were so mad. People are like, it, "There was a there was a need." Yeah. They made Welcome. It. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Honestly, yeah. more power to them. Yeah. It's only going to get bigger. Yeah. And that digital princess and. All those people doing the collabs, genius. Yeah, seriously. That's how you blow it up. Yeah. Listen, I haven't even listened to watch any of their OnlyFans, 
but I'm sure who know who's collabing with who because I just loved I just love watching them on TikTok. Dude, I, the thing is, I just love their TikToks. They're fucking great people too. Yeah, and they just like are fun and all yeah. that stuff. And like that's the whole thing is like they show like personality and all that stuff, and you get yeah. to know them through those videos. And then if you want, you can get sexual explicit content. Well, yeah. I just, in my humble opinion, we need to keep pushing that it's okay to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially as a woman. Because that's something that is now finally like starting to get up there. Like women can also be super horny all the time. Mm-hmm, you yeah. used to always be like, "Oh no, only guys." Oh and like it, it's, I feel like TikTok is something that is finally starting to fix that narrative. Like, yeah. it's okay to be sexual. It's okay to put your body out there. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem, but there's a lot of people who do. Why? Who the fuck cares? Don't go buy it. Yeah. Don't yeah. go buy it. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, you do, like you don't need to worry yourself with that. Utah's a fucked up state. They're trying to ban like the hub and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. That motherfucker lives up the street, by the way. Let's Wait, jump who? him. The Wheeler. Oh really? Let's go. Uh, let's go beat his ass. Let's just yeah. put a bunch of. <laughs> let's like... get our swords. Let's go. No, I just. That's so annoying. That's like I remember when they first like, because I mean they did the whole like porn ban or whatever. If you're on Wi Fi. If you're on Wi-Fi and you get on the hub now, and it can register your location, you get a warning that's specific for Utah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah it is. I've got that once or twice. You have? I haven't, and I now I'm scared that I'm like, if you're not on, on Wi-Fi, it'll just say 18 and plus and older. Yeah. It's just it's weird when you're in the Utah Wi-Fi. It gives you a Utah warning. Yeah. That says like, and it just is like, it's basically like the same thing. It says that it's like addictive and blah 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 blah. Oh. So some dumb shit. Okay. Some dumb shit. Some I just, shit. it just bothers me. Because, like, I just don't know if that some of these people who are pushing this narrative are doing it to try and look, like, better in the eyes of other people. Yeah. yeah. Do they really fucking think in their minds that banning yeah. something like that is going to make kids avoid it? You know what that does? Only makes them want to see it more. Mm-hmm. And if anything, they're going to find the more fucked up shit faster. Yeah, because they're going to be doing deep searches instead of just like surface based. Yeah. Anytime anyone in my life has ever told me not to go do something and they don't give me a valid reason, I immediately am going to yeah. go see what it is. You're like, all right, cool. Because like, they're literally their only thing is they're like, oh, it ruins your marriage in the future and it's addictive. And, you know, you don't want to be addicted to porn. It's like, you know what you do, especially if you're worried about your kids. You have a conversation about porn with them. Yeah, and be like, "Hey, dude, I don't know. It's simple. Talk to your fucking children. Talk to your children. Yeah, talk to your children. Hey, listen. There's this thing out there called porn, right? Yeah. There's some. I'm sure you're going to explore. Some whack we shit. need to have a conversation about it. Here's some things to keep in mind. Porn isn't a reality. Uh-huh. It's made up. They do it to make money. Mm-hmm. Okay. It can affect your wiener if you're not careful yeah. and it can put unrealistic expectations on your sex life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go be safe please yeah and like are those conversations that hard to have everything in moderation no and then it's like i also don't understand why people are so against like only fans in the sense of like it's ethically sourced it's literally just ethically sourced porn your yeah. money is going directly to the creator when yeah. like when you're just watching from regular streaming services and stuff like that you don't know where it's come from you don't know how that person is treating it or how much they're getting from this video well that's yeah. why the hub had to change up their why they had to delete all those videos is because there was lots of shit coming out that mm-hmm. there may be people who are making or being forced to do videos yeah so yeah. now you have to be a creator that is um verified yeah which is smart very good call it should on be, that. Oh, yeah. Should oh, yeah. be a but I, 
people who have a problem with OnlyFans are the same people who are worried that like they're and this is a hot take, but like worried that their spouse is gonna go cheat. Or worried yeah. that there's like yeah. if they're watching something else that they're gonna not be interested in me. If you're worried about that, why aren't you having a conversation? That's like right. those that's like those girls that like will um message other like influencers on Instagram or Twitter and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I noticed that my boyfriend's following you. Can you like make them unfollow you? Yeah. Kind of thing. Like I noticed my boyfriend like likes your stuff and follows you. Can you like make them unlike it or something? And they're like, Oh yeah, girl, I'll get you back. I'll I'll, I'll force them I'll block them, no worries. Like I've never talked to them. And they're like, Thanks, you stupid skank, you're an ugly bitch, and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like what? It's like, I just did a favor for your boyfriend looking at me. Maybe talk to your boyfriend. Why are you getting mad at me for just creating stuff that you I, yeah. I have the same. I have the same opinions on people who are in the sex work oh, industry. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no reason. Don't do it. Yeah. The, the people who, are, who work in this, like, sex work industry as far as, yeah. like, you know, yeah, sex work. Mm-hmm. Why is it illegal? It's going on. Mm-hmm. People are going to do it regardless of what the law is, mm-hmm. and all it's doing is creating unsafe environments. Yeah, yeah. If it's legal, guess how easy it is to not go partake in? You just don't go partake You in. just don't. Yeah. It's like alcohol being legal. It's like weed being legal. Yeah. I just feel like people, there's there's this part of people who are just so worried that, like, if these things become legal, that their partner is like, oh, I can go fuck down the street. Well, later. Oh, you're not in the right relationship there, brother. Like, yeah, it's like if they rather um, go have sex with somebody they have no connection to whatsoever. Maybe there's, or maybe, maybe, or maybe if they're craving sex that much, maybe there's a different conversation that needs to be yeah. had. It all breaks down to communication. It just yeah. drives me nuts that these things are so frowned upon. It's yeah. not hard to communicate. If you're worried. Your part, like if your partner watches porn or is on OnlyFans or might want to hire a sex worker, that means that you're lacking communication in your relationship. Mm-hmm. That means you need to talk about it and see what you're okay with, what they're okay with, and what your solution is in your relationship. And if you don't want to be together anymore, like if that's just obviously not something that's compatible, like you want different things in those situations, yeah. or if, like, you know, for all you know. Maybe the partner's like, actually, I'm cool if you hire a sex worker every now and again because I'm not as, like, you know, that's not, I don't have as high of a sexual drive. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that because you're the one, like, we have this connection and I know you don't have a connection with that person, but it's just, like, a relationship. That's the thing. That's the thing that I, the, at my core belief, I truly think the reason why all, a lot of people are scared or hate these things is because they don't know how to communicate with their partner and they mm-hmm. think that it's going to ruin whatever they have yeah and and if you're that scared that something so small can ruin it that it's going to get ruined anyways just because Uh, of that fact alone yeah and the thing is it's like i don't know i don't i I get i get jealousy i just don't get jealousy because the thing is it's like i don't know jealousy is a fickle bitch and i think that for some people jealousy can be overwhelming and they don't know how to control it yeah and like I, I was with someone in my past life who was very jealous to the point where it was like, mm-hmm. like if this was going on right now, like me here with you two, mm-hmm. problem. Oh. Problem. Even though we're established friends. Yeah. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah. It's because that person that. couldn't communicate. Hence why yeah. they got dumped. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you just can't. 
I, it just blows my mind that people, and I, maybe it's our generation and we're just looking at the boomers who just can't communicate with each other, yeah. and that's the real problem. But, like, it ain't hard to communicate your yeah. wants and desires. And if your wants and desires aren't what your partner wants, is it too much? Maybe yeah. you're not the right partner. It, it's like I heard, with yourself. I heard something recently on, I think it was on TikTok, actually, where I was like, yo, that's actually a really amazing way to think about it. Where it's like when you come to talk to your partner about something, especially like, new like new relationships especially mm-hmm. is you start the conversation with um a wish uh a want a wait, what is it it's like wish want and walk so it's yeah. like you wish like the highest of your expectations like she made like an example of like defining the relationship in a sense like talking mm-hmm. to the person you're with wanting to define the relationship a wish would be that you start dating mm-hmm. the want is kind of like maybe you're just exclusive and then the walk is they don't want to be exclusive whatsoever yeah and so it's just kind of like you have like your certain baselines and then you also have like a middle ground mm-hmm. and you kind of have that already figured out in a sense so then when you have the conversation you're able to work around that and you're able to figure out for yourself because i feel like people especially in communicating with each other sometimes you kind of get caught up in the moment and we'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever, or, oh, actually, no, that's not what I want. Oh, wait, no, that is what I want, just because they're not actually fully decided, and they don't want to work it through with their partner. Yeah. They just kind of are like, ah, oh, ooh, ooh. and it's just like a way of communication <laughs> yeah. that doesn't really work. There's a piece yeah. of advice that I always give anyone who is getting into a newish relationship, or one that's, like, starting to get established. Mm-hmm. And it sounds super dumb, but I promise you, it is super it's a great way to really see colors. Mm-hmm. Google questions, either controversial questions, relationship questions, sex questions, life questions, goal questions. There's lists. People, there's people who make money making these lists. Yeah. Pick some, go through them, and each other question, one person has to answer first. So one person can't always answer first at the same time. So question one, I would answer first. Question two, Bieber would answer first. So that way it puts each person on the spot. You, you can ask Bieber how many times we've gone through these. Tons of Bieber, them. how many times have you gone through like, these? Like, I mean, we, we, I'll go find questions on the internet and we'll just sit there and we'll go through them and just answer. Because, like, it's building a better bond. You're getting to see the true colors. You're, yeah. you're getting put on the yeah. spot to answer questions that might be hard questions to answer. But, like... It's also giving you that vision of like, oh, well, maybe we really are like meant to be, or like, mm-hmm. oh, well, they think that. I don't know if that lines up with what I want. Yeah, like is that the, something that like I can deal breaker? Or yeah, is that something that I can be okay with? Is that not mm-hmm. like it's just some people think it's super corny, but like people make money to make those lists of thought. Yeah, yeah, no, that's actually a really good. It's a great way. icebreaker yeah, too if honestly. you're like early on, like, hey, I got these like. Silly questions. You want to like? Want to go through them? Who doesn't like answering questions? Yeah. No. Learning more about the person is very important. Yeah, we went off horror topic quick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Apologies. Apologies. (laughs) We've been going for three and a half hours. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming. Yes, uh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to get you two on and have some fun and mess around shoot the shit hey 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 sorry we kind of went off topic (laughs) you know we just like conversation um as per usual 
shout out where you guys can be found, what you got going on, podcasts and social media. Books, coffee, bees, or Holly Lee 17 is my Instagram. I got uh, Cassidy TBH is my Instagram. And then Apost Assy, A-S-S-Y is my Twitter. And then we're both on the Hollycast Mess Around on Twitch. Yes. Give us a follow. You guys are we go shooting every for every Monday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try and do we're gonna try and do more stuff at some point, but that's also yeah. probably going to come in the future. future. Probably around the summertime. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. try to like I I like to have like a more of like um like every episode like like so it's like three days out of the week we do one episode one type one type one type mm-hmm. that'd yeah. be cool. But we'll get there. We'll get there yeah. at some point. And then uh, top shelf for wise. You guys know every Friday, 6 p.m., we're here with a new interview. Um, next week, oof, let me look at my calendar. I think next week's going to be a fun one. So, yeah. Next week, for those of you who watch Anime Allies or have watched uh, Top Shelfers from the early stages, Manuel is coming on with his wife and their Ooh. new baby. <gasps> so we're going to have a baby on the podcast again. The second baby to ever be on the podcast. Oh, really? Dope. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that. I And the reason why I'm excited about that is we're going to talk about what it's like to be new parents. And that is a very fascinating thing because, yeah. you know, you just... Especially as not a parent, I'm always curious on how new parents are doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, it's like... What I've heard is nobody tells you exactly what to do. Like, no. the thing is, is it's literally, they just kind of give you a human being, and they're like, here you go. The first one that I had on, they their baby was very new. I think he was under one, and uh, maybe around one. And his name is James. Shout out, James, man. If you're Shouts watching, out, James. miss you a lot. Um, you know, he talked about becoming a father and how, like, it didn't really hit that he was a dad for a long time. Mm-hmm. That he almost felt like you know not exiled but like that it wasn't like real like mentally he just like couldn't understand or couldn't fathom it and he was like kind of distanced from the baby because he just didn't like it's something i you can like a lot of fathers go through this yeah but then like it finally kicked like it finally hit him it was really it was really fascinating to kind of get that mind perspective on something because like yeah he just like he was a father actively but like it just didn't register. Like he just—it's huh, just weird. Kind of... Like a whole, like a mental cloud almost. Huh. But uh, super excited for that. Um, gaming is coming back Monday through Thursday, starting next week. Gaming. Get some gaming. gaming. I know you guys were liking those streams. And then um, Shadowlands of Utah starting up soon. Um, filming starting up soon. Shooting for August release date for the first episode. And then uh, thanks again to our sponsors, Monarch Social. Dark Prime Collectibles, Happiest. Um, appreciate you guys sponsoring the podcast and hope everything is uh, turning out good on your end. And then, as far as closing, uh, Wes plays the question games all the time. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And then, uh, as far as closing, y'all cute. Bye. Bye. Bye.